the Brooklyn Nets. Irving, step back, three on the right, God for Kyrie! LeBert threw a seam to Allen, and he slams it with two hands. Harris comes up around a screen, gets it a three, and it's good! Irving, pull up, deep three. Oh, he buried it! Dinwiddie feeling it, three is good! Irving for Jordan, stops it through! You just gotta find that consistency, and that's part of the maturity of a, of a developing team. The Brooklyn Nets highlight players Oh wait, that is Kyrie Irving. 30 points, seven assists a game for the four and five Nets who are the third best team in the league offensively. They're 26th in the league defensively. They're without Karis Levert tonight, so they'll start Garrett Temple in the backcourt is on his eighth team with Joe Harris, who's a great three-point shooter. Torian Prince will be their power forward and Jared Allen is their center. Kenny Atkinson is the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets and the Nets One other interesting note on the Nets tonight for you to keep an eye on. They are the number one offensive rebounding team in the league. Their defense has struggled. They do not force any turnovers. They're 30th in the league at forcing turnovers. For the Utah Jazz, who are 7-3 on the season, they're the 23rd-ranked offensive team right now, 22nd-ranked defensive team in league, the fourth-best three-point shooting team in league, but they're not getting them off nearly like they did a year ago. They're 18th in the league in attempts. The Jazz are the fourth best team at getting to the free throw line, the eighth best shooting team in the league, and the number one team in the league against the shot. So that should be interesting to see. Boyan Bogdanovich, Donovan Mitchell both averaging over 20 points a game for the Jazz. Rudy Gobert averaging 13 points and 13 rebounds per game. And the Jazz have Donovan Mitchell at 46% from three and Boyan Bogdanovich at 44% for three. Worth mentioning, Mike Conley, last five games, 17 points, shooting 41% from the field, 45% for three. Let's get the starters. Here's Dan Roberts on the call. Now, ladies and gentlemen, introducing tonight's starting lineup for our Utah Jazz, brought to you by Zions Bank. Starting at forward, we're at number 44 and 6'8 from Croatia, Boyan Bogdanovic. Starting at forward, number 23 at 6'4 from Baylor, Royce O'Neal. Starting at center, number 27 at 7'1 from France, Rudy Gobert. On the guideline, number 45 at 6'1 from Louisville, Donovan Mitchell. And at guard, wearing number 10 at 6 feet from Ohio State, Mike Conley. The Jazz are coached by Quinn Snyder. The Utah Jazz continue their winning ways last night in San Francisco as they notch their third in a row. Cross-court skip pass to Conley, rotates to O'Neal to shoot. Two on the shot clock. Rudy's open at the rim for a dunk. Nice find by Royce O'Neal. He found him with his eyes, but hadn't controlled the basketball yet and frantically reached down to get the ball and then swung it to Gobert. 45-38 Jazz. Now on a back-to-back, the headliners will match up. The Jazz star-studded backcourt of Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell. Mike Conley throws up a shot from half court as the shot clock's going off and what looks like a wasted possession, and it goes in. Conley flares it up to Donovan. He catches on the go to the window, rises with the right hand, and packs it. Donovan Mitchell outside the three-point line. Reverse pivots to clear himself from space. Hands to Donovan. Donovan's rolling. Goes behind the back. Kicks it out to Conley. Catch and shoot three. Pow! 
Utah 69, Golden State 52. We'll face one of the elite scorers of the NBA in Kyrie Irving. To the lane with a floater off glass and it's good. Kyrie Irving with 32 points, the most ever by a net in his debut. From downtown Salt Lake City, it's the Jazz and the Nets. Tip-off is now. David, I think the most important thing here tonight for the Jazz, obviously, is the pickup point there for, for Kyrie Irving. He's the focus of the defense against him. But I also think keeping them out of the middle of the floor, keeping them on the wings, will really benefit and help a very good defensive team by the Jazz. All right, here's my geeky one I'm going to keep an eye on today. Both these teams run a lot of pick and rolls, Ron. Like a whole lot of pick and rolls. Like we're going to be pick and rolling and pick and rolling and pick and rolling all night long. But we run almost all of our pick and rolls from the top, and they run a bunch of their pick and rolls from the side. Kenny Atkinson told me before the game, don't tell Quinn, but the side pick and roll is more efficient. We run 88 mid pick and rolls a game, where they run 86 picks a game, but they run 47 in the middle and 38 on the wing. I just think, and, and the reason I say the middle, I think that plays it right into the Jazz hands when they can keep them on the side, not in the middle. Jump ball controlled by the Nets. They're in black uniforms with white numbering and white lettering. And Garrett Temple gives it to Kyrie Irving on the right wing. Royce O'Neal has the initial assignment. Kyrie may be one of the greatest handles in the history of the league. Crosses over, goes one-on-one, fades back for mid-range jumper and misses. Mid-range jumpers where shots are taken is going to be very interesting tonight because the Nets are third to the last in the league at taking mid-range shots and the Jazz force the most. Here's Royce O'Neal on the first play, which did not materialize like they'd expected. Uh, I think Rudy forgot. Conley drives left side into the pocket. His fadeaway mid-ranger is good. The Nets, on the other hand, by the way, just to share that, force the third most amount of mid-range shots as well. The Jazz don't want to take them. So this is two teams that play stylistically very similar. Jared Allen inside, hook shot over, Gobert slides off. The far side of the rim and grabbed by Donovan Mitchell wearing white and purple. Don ones tonight, in and out dribble, gets himself free, rises and fires on a pull up three straight away and it swirls out. Rebound comes to the Nets. That last possession there by Brooklyn. Go ahead. Walk up three for Torian Prince, no good. Offense rebound, Temple. Flares it back to the corner to Prince. Prince driving the baseline, tries to go reverse side and does. Torian Prince guarded by Bogdanovich tonight. Rudy really challenged Allen at the at the rim and, and forcing the shooter just a little bit higher even though Allen got really deep in the paint. Conley guarded by Kyrie Irving. This is their eighth matchup of their career. Bogdanovich gets to the free throw line, cut off by Allen, mid-range jumper, fades back and misses. As two shots of the Jazz have gone down, should have stayed. Harris who wants to play catch and shoot, will take a rare off the bounce dribble here. Pull up into the lane, shoot over Mike Conley and score it, 4-2. He he's has uh, some boyan in him because I think he's a very talented player. Played on the World Cup team with Donovan Mitchell. He's guarding Donovan right now. Donovan gets a handoff from Gobert, works to the right side of the floor, now on the baseline, brings Allen back out with him. Outside the three-point line, right corner. Donovan drives by him on the baseline, fades back for an eight-footer, high archer, and good. Tough shot. He's been making a lot of tough shots lately. It's been great. Tied at four. There's the one they don't want to give up. three for Kyrie Irving is no good. Rebound comes to Conley. We'll get back to what Ron just said a second ago about what it is. Prince, a very good defender, picks up Conley. Swings left side to Bogdanovich. He's guarded by Harris. Gobert's trying to sneak behind the defense. Unavailable. 
Now they swing right side over to Donovan, guarded by Temple. These have good defensive players, just a bad defensive team. Play never materializes. Donovan has to take an off-the-bounce deep three. It's no good. Rebound comes to the Jazz. Donovan's in the backcourt tying his shoe right now. As Conley works a two-man game with Gobert on the right side, bounces it to Rudy, attacks Allen, blocked by Allen, off Gobert, out of bounds. You see, in that possession there, David, Conley had to release the basketball early. A couple of more dribbles, he would have ran right into Allen. So he had to release that early. Otherwise, uh, Rudy doesn't get that shot blocked. Jazz forced the most amount of mid-range shots in the league. The Nets forced the third most amount. It'll be interesting to see who can force the other one into their way. And here Prince pops out on the right side, fires a three and hits. He's a very good three-point shooter, hitting 44% of his catch and shoot so far this year. Yeah, watched him work out here before the ball game, and he was right on target. Conley being guarded by Kyrie, who's playing defense right now. Conley works the right side. Kyrie staying tethered to him. In and out, left-hand dribble by Conley. Kick out to O'Neal, but he's not there, and it goes by him out of bounds. Yeah, that's an, I think that's probably both guys' fault, more so O'Neal, because if Conley's drawing, driving to his left, that means O'Neal should be fading to his left there to make that target. Here comes Temple around a double stagger for a catch-and-shoot three straight away. No good. This is the second and fourth best catch-and-shoot teams in the league. Jazz second best, Nets fourth best. Donovan in the lane. Steps through, puts a left-hander up, no good. Goes for his own rebound, can't get it, Allen has it. And the early defense of the Nets causing the Jazz into a lot of mid-range shots right now. And the Jazz are two of seven to start. Nets are just three of eight. Kyrie at the top. He has had some good games against Mike Conley. Crosses him over, gets in the lane, sees Gobert. Bounces down low to Allen. Allen sees Gobert, wants no part of it. Out to Temple for a catch and shoot three, got it. Timeout, Quinn Snyder. The Nets have hit 16 threes or more in all of their wins. They have two in the early going right now, and they lead it 10 to four. Quinn with the timeout, 7.47 left in the first quarter on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz Sound Flash. In Brooklyn's case, when you try to help on Kyrie, it's debatable how much impact you actually have. If you have too many guys and you're helping without discipline, he's able to find weak spots in your defense. You know, they've got good shooting at every position. There aren't weak spots that they have offensively, so if you're helping in the wrong situation or you're overhelping, they make you pay for that. Quinn Snyder on our Jazz Sound Flesh talking about what the Jazz have to do here. And they've overhelped early, Ron. They've allowed a bunch of threes so far, two of them, in fact, and they're down 10 to 4. See, Jazz right now are lots of, of dribbling that. Boy, you're not driving on Harris and foul. But you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, the big concern close out on, the, on those three point shooters, and they wanted to be very aggressive at it and do it early. Shot selection, big part of what we've talked about earlier is Bogdanovich goes to the line for two. He misses. Boyan did not have his regular great shooting game last night, but Ron, one thing that's been interesting, Donovan didn't shoot great against Milwaukee at the Jazz win. Boyan didn't shoot great against Golden State, but the Jazz win. They have more depth than they've ever had before, able to pull through some of these moments. And that's the key to having a very good basketball team when you don't have to have your star player have a great night every night in order to win. The pick up point very high on the floor. Well, you said that was a key. What is the key about that, Rob? So just picking them up there. Harris drives, has to go reverse side because it go bare misses. And the rebound comes down to the Jazz. 
Here's Donovan on a quick curl, bounces back to O'Neal. He drives, kicks to the corner. Bogdanovich left corner. Boyan! Boyan Bogdanovich from the left corner is about right up there with death, death and taxes as a guarantee. 10-8. Bogdanovich with a steal on a pass up top. He's got Prince on his left side. Knocked away, he recovers. Prince goes by, lays it up and in. And we're tied at 10, and Kenny Atkinson wants a timeout. Got into the passing lane, made the dribbler to go horizontal across the floor, across the key, without getting that direct line to the basket. We're tied at 10. Tonight's broadcast and tonight's game brought to you by Try TryDayTrading.com. Now anyone can be a day trader. Use the, their money and split the profits. TryDayTrading.com. See you at the game. Jazz tied at 10 with Brooklyn on the Jazz Radio Network. Bogdanovich hit a three just a moment ago from the left corner. Ron, he is now five of eight from the left corner this year. Okay, small sample size. So let's take it back and include 18-19, where he was 38 of 69 from the left corner for over 50%. Or let's go all the way back to 17-18, where he was 24 of 57. He is 65 of his last 134 from the left corner, which is 47%. By the way, that's about 1.5 points per shot. We'll take a Bogdanovich left corner three anytime we can. Uh, absolutely. Tied at 10? I'll, I'll, take a, I'll take a shot anywhere around the three-point line. Point. I think sure. it's awesome how you can do all that math in your head, David. I'm impressed. Yeah, right. Might, it might be right in front of me on a prep he, sheet. You didn't get in the bed till 4 o'clock this morning, Thurl. We were back in town at 12. Well, that's a lie, huh? Brooklyn <laughs> kicks it around a little bit. Six on the shot clock. Kyrie on the... Inbound, drives with the right hand, floats up a one-hand push shot from the free throw line. It's up and in, 12-10. That's his first bucket of the night, and so he got to the middle of the floor. Watch where they run their pick and rolls. Jazz run high pick and rolls. That's what Conley comes off here. Trying to flare it up top to Bogdanovich. They cut it off. Gobert takes a dribble in the paint. Kicks to Royce. Back top to Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich drives on Temple, losing the ball a little bit. Fades back with one on the clock. Off the glass, swirls around, no. Gobert tip, no. Gobert tip, yes. Rudy tipped it on the right side, then the left side. you got to have a pretty good reach to be able to do that. Here's Kyrie. Long dribble inside the lane. That's one of his signatures. Bounces it up top. No one's there. Bogdanovich drives for it. Punches it into the backcourt. Shot clock's at eight where it's picked up by the Nets. And now they stop the clock. Why would you... Oh, they're going to say that that was a controlled punch by Bogdanovich, which resets the shot clock. Might Head, be right. Heads up call there by the official. Might be right. Tied at 12. Spencer Dinwiddie in the game. Dinwiddie went off in Portland. Last game out, Brooklyn got blasted by Brooklyn and did not look good. Here's Prince again, straight down the barrel. Three is good. Torian Prince, a career 38% three-point shooters, hit 42% so far this year. Cross-court angles. Joe drives with the left hand. He's grabbed by Prince and foul. Thurl Bailey with Brooklyn up 15 to 12. 523 left here in the first. What's your impression so far? Well, I, I was actually impressed with Brooklyn's defense on the Jazz early on, not allowing them to get uh, three-point shots early. Booner mentioned that there was a lot of dribbling going on, and they were trying to get some penetration in the paint to find guys, but... Conley penetrates in the angle right. Lob up high to Gobert, and he dunks. 
And foul there, David. Now, there, there's a point we are making earlier, Big T. Conley now is getting a little bit closer and not trying to throw that lob too far away from the basket. Let, Ron, let's back up. It. We talked about it a lot last night, but somebody yeah. might not have been with us last night on the broadcast, so let's go through it. Mike Conley with Memphis made his decisions at the free throw line because Gasol was popping back. Now, Thurl, what does he have to do? Where does he have to get to to make that decision? Well, I, I think it's it's a feel if you're a player. I don't think it's a, a specific spot. It's a feel. It's a read from each other. But, you know, he's getting a lot more comfortable. Listen, sometimes relationships take a little bit longer to develop. I mean, you and Booner didn't really develop, you know, for about three or four years. So, you know. <laughs> Not so sure <laughs> now. <laughs> Some relationships actually never develop. <laughs> We're tied at 15. I don't care. His daughter loves me. I'm a, that's all I care about. Hopefully she loves me, too. High <laughs> pick and roll for Conley. Goes away from Gobert. Works on the left side. Kicks it over to O'Neal. running on the break. Gets it over to Gobert and dunks it. Beautiful play. Royce O'Neal had sliced in even before the pass came. Conley had to adjust where he was getting him the ball, and then he underhand scooped it to Rudy Gobert. Nice play by Royce. Here's Spencer Dinwiddie. Passed down low. Knocked away by the long reach of Gobert. Over back up to Kyrie, right corner Dinwiddie. He's not one of their best three-point shooters, but he hits this one and the reason on the right I, side. And the reason I say it's a feel is because the defense may present different things. You just have to read it. Both guys have to read where they need to be. Yeah, and, and Conley's doing a very good job now, and I really think he's just waiting just a little bit longer to throw that lob. He's keeping that deep, the center, the defender, a little closer to him to Rudy could get in striking range. And, and as David mentioned, he's so used to uh, Gasol with the pick and pop and, and then flaring out to that mid-post range. I was talking to Mike today about the adjustment he's been through, and he was talking about routines. He said he's got a little kind of that Ray Allen basketball OCD, and he couldn't find a routine. And one of the things that was so different for him is Moutier works the right side, ball fakes a mid-range jumper, flips it up to Ingles, seven on the shot clock, left side to O'Neal, guarded by Musa. And Royce will take an off-the-bounce three, which he rarely does as a play never really develops. And the rebound comes down, and there's a foul on the rebound as Gobert got hit in the nose. Late call there by Tyler Ford. Yeah, it, a situation like this sometimes, David, they see it. Don't think much of it until the reaction there by the Kyrie player. Kyrie just slapped him right in the face. <laughs> I have a feeling that the official was really watching Jarrett Allen and Kyrie Irving battle for it. Did they call the foul on Allen? Allen, yeah. Kyrie slapped Gobert in the face, not Allen. That's two fouls on Allen. That's great for the Jazz because the Nets have been not very good when DeAndre Jordan's on the floor. Left side, Royce O'Neal drives the baseline, gets body bumped, and a foul on the Nets. Musa with a foul. So here's one of the things Mike, Con Mike Conley told me about the adjustment. He said in Memphis he used to drive 45 minutes to the game. He'd always listen to the exact same playlist before every game. Now he has an eight-minute commute. And he actually said that that kind of, like, caused him a little bit that his routine and his mentality wasn't quite what he was just used to. It's just all of it has to change. Timing, when you get to the arena, what, how much time you give yourself, all those kind of things. He has to say that he did kind of decide that the eight-minute commute was okay. 45 minutes? Yeah, I guess he lived out somewhere in Memphis. I've been to downtown Memphis. I'm not surprised he lives outside of it. 1918, Jazz lead it by one after O'Neal makes the free throws. I got a story to tell. Well, I better not tell this story. Yeah, let's be careful. Kyrie, right elbow, guarded by O'Neal. Crossover dribble. Puts his back to him. Fades back on the left side. Scores it. 
Might be the best one-on-one -on -one player in the NBA. Well, as long as you continue to make him work that hard, don't you think, yeah. Big T? Well, yeah. I mean, Kyrie, he, he's an energy player anyway, but what he's so good at is finding his spots. Moutier driving, fouled by Musa. Moutier will get two free throws. I mean, well, we're not, you're not shutting out Kyrie Irving. No. <laughs> like, right? Like, we're not, we're, not, we're not looking for hockey or baseball here. Like, you're not getting a shutout. <laughs> Moutier will go to the line. 20 to 19. Jazz down one. Nice note on Emmanuel Moutier in his progression. He is he is finishing at 71% at the rim right now. That has always been a huge bugaboo in his career, his ability to finish at the rim. He was 50% in the opening years of his career. And so far this year has been just terrific. Well, it's huge, too, for the Jazz bench. I mean, we, we talked upstairs about the bench needing to have kind of a breakout game. Maybe that was the one against Golden State because uh, Jeff Green played a little bit better, but Joe Ingles, Moutier, and Jeff Green are kind of those guys that need to find some consistency. Foul up top on the Jazz. Natalie Sago, one of the officials, calls out. Ingles gets the foul. Jazz are the number one defensive team in the league in first quarters, and right now they haven't been able to put their full stamp on this one yet. But it's not a it's not an up-and-down game, Ron. This is a style of game the Jazz would like to play against a very fast pace of play team. Here's Kyrie. Bounce pass to Jordan. Knocked away by Gobert, reaching down low with the left hand. Picked up by Ingles. Cross-court to Green. Right side to Donovan. Slides by the defense. Cross-court past Ingles. Back up top to Jeff Green. Ball fakes. Claxton bites. Gets in the air. Throws it right back to Claxton, who plays for the Nets. Claxton gives to Musa. Fast break layup. Good. Looks so promising only to go the other way. Well, they had the defense scrambling. Brooklyn 22, Jazz 21, I think, but there's three different scores in the building. Donovan, pull up mid-range jumper, good. I believe it's 23-22. Score on the Jumbotron is wrong right now, is that right? Irving, left side to Claxon, a skinny rookie out of Georgia. First pick of the second round. About 6'10. Dinwiddie working the left side. One on one on Jeff Green. Rocks the baby back and forth between the legs. Now goes to the left hand. Kick out to Musa. Catch and shoot three. Right side. Good. Wow. That was deep. Musa's got five. Yeah, I'm, I'm a believer in this, and I would love to see, talk to a coach about this. Is when you know the clock is running down. You got four seconds on the clock, as he did then, approaching three seconds. You got to stay home. You know, you got to force play because he's not going to drive to the basket. He's going to shoot a jumper. That's a great point. Because he has to get the ball off. Joe Ingles pops out the right side, drives by Kyrie, fakes the pass around the defense, then tries to scoop it around Jordan, but can't. Here comes Musa on the push. Musa driving at Moutier to the basket. Left-hand runner off the glass and in. That's that transition game, Big T. And suddenly Brooklyn's up 27-23. Moutier works the right side, comes around the baseline. Nash dribbles it out to Ingles for a catch and shoot nope. three. It's way offline. Loose ball rebound. Jeff Green has it. Jeff gives it to Moutier. Wide open free throw line jumper. No good. 27-23. 138 left here in the quarter. Ingles knocks it away from Kyrie Irving. Out of bounds on the in and out right hand dribble. And Joe Ingles took it away. Joe Harris checks in. Kyrie Irving checks out. He played 10 minutes. Has four points on five shot attempts. Average in 33 minutes of ball game. And that's using a lot of energy in 33 minutes. That is. Brooklyn has five threes already tonight. You want to keep them under 16. They're pacing at about 20, so that's not great. And they lead it by four. 
Backdoor cut, Spencer Dinwiddie lays it up and in. Donovan knocked it off the glass as a goaltender. And Brooklyn suddenly putting it on the Jazz a little bit here. Remember what I said earlier about ball watching? Yeah, what happened there? Yeah, Donovan was ball watching. Quinn's, that was Quinn's warning. 7-0 run, Donovan at the top of the key. Ball fakes a shot, then takes it and swish. That's such a strong jump shot. I mean, it's just so direct and accurate. He's so good right now. Dinwiddie takes one dribble to his right, fires the three, it's an air ball. Rebound actually goes off the foot of Bradley right over to Donovan. Donovan comes off an early drag, works the left hand, sees Jordan, takes an eight-footer instead and hits it. He's got fabulous touch. And Donovan Mitchell has eight first-quarter points. We're watching a star take another step right before our eyes this year. Nets trying to work the clock down so the Jazz can't go two for one on the other side. Moutier gets hit by a pick. Dinwiddie drives. Pretty good defense by Bradley, but he's called for a foul. Tony doesn't agree. Thurl, what have you seen from Tony Bradley in his time he's getting with Ed Davis out? Well, I love what he's doing with this time. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's a case of a guy who's worked very hard, and now he's getting an opportunity, and I think he's doing well. Um, there a couple times, obviously, last night, but I remembered he was still very young. Uh, he had a nice fast break and kind of overran it, the ball in his hand, and, and uh, missed the layup. But those kind of things will come. I think his energy is great, and he's doing a nice job of, of, of spelling Rudy. How many minutes do you think, solid minutes you need out of him a night? No, no. I, the, I guess the question is, how many solid rest minutes do you need to get Rudy? Great point. Um, you know, 12. Donovan 15. Nifty step back right side, high-arcing mid-range jumper, no good. Jazz going two for one there or until it's not working. Dinwiddie comes off a pick, gets in the lane, puts his shoulder into Donovan. Donovan gets called for the foul. Donovan can't believe it. Interesting to watch that replay. Donovan really thought he'd drawn an offensive foul. Oh my goodness. What does Elbow what? into the face, into the job. Donovan, and Donovan gets called for the foul. Natalie Sago missed that one. Jazz will have 19 seconds on the shot clock as they come back the other way. That's two fouls in a row on Dinwiddie that he did not deserve. Wait. Say that again, Ron? That's two fouls that that, that committed on Dinwiddie oh, I get, that he I did guess, not deserve. I get it. Yeah. Bradley on one and then the other. I got Donovan it the first right time. I, I didn't get it the first time. 33-27. <laughs> Dinwiddie draws a lot of fouls. Here's a high pick and roll. Ingles with Bradley. Joe drives hard with the left hand. A foul called on Joe Harris. And Joe Ingles will get two free throws. Jazz injury report brought to you by University of Utah Health. Dante Exum still out tonight, but getting awfully close. Justin Zanuck in an event at Olympus High School said we might see him this week, so that would be Memphis. That's all we have this week. Maybe it will be a little bit later than that. Taking care of Utah like Utah takes care of each other. Visit uofuhealth.org slash jazz. Karis LaVert, a starter for the Brooklyn Nets, not playing tonight. He's got a thumb injury. They'll do an MRI tomorrow. First free throw from Joe Ingles is good. Nine seconds left in the quarter. It's 33-28 Brooklyn. 
I think, I think the Jazz showing a little bit of residual from the back-to-back -back early. You know, there's some games where I remember games that I had, it, it took a quarter to kind of get back into that game mode. Here's Kyrie going coast to coast at the horn. Off the glass, no good. Jordan tips it up and in with three seconds left. Donovan's now got a chance to go back the other way with two. Sets his feet, launches from half court, it's short. The Jazz allow 35 first quarter points to the Brooklyn Nets. I think that is the most the Jazz have allowed this year in the first quarter. So I think that's the residual Thurl Bailey was just talking about. Have a great halftime show on AT&T Sportsnet. Thurl will be back with the second quarter. Commercial free next on the Jazz Radio Network. Step back, left side, jumper, good. First quarter recap brought to you by America First Credit Union. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. America First. Here's Donovan on a quick curl, bounces back to O'Neal. He drives, kicks to the corner. Bogdanovich left corner. Boyan! Boyan Bogdanovich in the left corner is about right up there with death, death and taxes as a guarantee. Boyan with another good first quarter. Donovan led the Jazz with eight. He has it right now. Jazz trail at 35-28. Brooklyn had a brilliant first quarter of offense. Here's Joe Ingles popping out left side. Misses the three. Joe really struggling with the looks right now. And usually it's off the bounce, but he's now one of his last ten from three. Here comes the Brooklyn Nets swinging around the outside. Joe Harris drives to the basket. A foul called, and Harris will get two free throws. Ron, tonight's fascinating to me. Because the Jazz are the best team in the NBA at forcing you to take mid-range shots, right? Say that again. The Jazz force the most mid-range shots defensively of anyone in the NBA. Nobody wants to take mid-range shots. Jazz force the most. Correct. Brooklyn is pretty good at it also. Brooklyn's 24th in the league at forcing them. Yet, in the first quarter of this game, Brooklyn still got all their threes. And the Jazz fell into the trap and started launching mid-range shots. Like, why? what is it about that Brooklyn is doing... That is allowing them. Now, they took more than they usually do. They they took seven mid-range shots in the first quarter, which is far more than they usually do. But the Jazz took 11. That's a that's a tremendous amount by Utah. What is it that Brooklyn does? Everyone, well, the defense is giving it to you. Great. But we're giving it to them, too. They're not taking it. They're taking something else. Well, what Brooklyn's doing, they're shooting threes off the dribble. Uh, they're shooting dribbles off, 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 the, off the dribble and off, off screens, David. Like right now, he's going to get a screen here from Joe Ingles. Dinwiddie last time pulled up and knocked down a three from that range. Dinwiddie drives. Just absolutely carried the basketball. They didn't call it. Ten on the shot clock. Bradley backs up. Dinwiddie steps into a three. Short. Rebound comes down to Moutier. Moutier in the push. Gives to Donovan. Donovan, big Euro step through the late slides for the defense. Underhand scoop and a score. Oh, Donovan Euro stepped and then slithered through the defense for two. Ten points for Donovan. 36-31. Jazz down five. DeAndre Jordan on the floor instead of Jared Allen. Those two fouls. They have 248 minutes. Ingles with a steal, but he stepped on the sideline while trying to break to the end zone. That move by Donovan right there, Ron, is kind of the signature to me of when you knew Donovan had something special. That's just a move that most guys can't make. Well, it, what he's doing there, it, the defense dictates what kind of shot he's going to take. Here it is, the three off the screen for Harris straightaway misses. Rebound comes down to the Jazz. And that's what they've been doing here so far in the ballgame. They have taken and a very good job at it. Moutier, backdoor cut in the lane, curls back out to the three-point line right side. 
The Nets took seven catch and shoot threes as Moutier drives hard in the basket is fouled. He'll get two free throws. So we talked about this early that the Jazz and the Nets are the second and fourth best teams in the league at taking catch and shoot. Both of them take about 20 a game, I believe it was. And the first quarter, the Nets took nine, the Jazz took two. Excuse me, the Nets took seven, the Jazz took two. The Nets, so that's been the big difference. Moutier makes the free throw, it's 36-32. 10-15 left here in the second quarter. I, I, I agree with Thurl. I think, and well, maybe it was you that made the point that eventually the Jazz will get things going. I mean, it's really well, something Thur getting in the bed. And Thurl said that. Yeah. 36-32. Here's Dinwiddie working off a pick from the top. Right side to Claxon. Back to Dinwiddie. Guarded by Moutier. They get tight up on him, and a pick comes. He works the side pick and roll. Dinwiddie now gets a switch. Drives the baseline. Caught in the air. Flares it out to Claxon. Claxon, the left-hander, fires a three off the glass. No good. Jeff Green rebounds. Nice defense, as Ron said. 36-32 Brooklyn. Joe Ingles bounces to Jeff Green left side. Green, who's been kind of streaky so far this year, just powers into a bump and back two. No good. Rebound tapped up and in by Tony Bradley. That's one where the Jazz just choose to take a mid-range shot. There's really, if you're trying to avoid mid-range shots, that was Jeff Green just playing old-school bump and back basketball. Oh, nice play by Tony to finish it up. Here on a pick, Dinwiddie takes one dribble, fires a three, short. Over the back of Green is Claxton. He's called for the foul. Claxton's dad had a brief cup of coffee, cup of coffee in the NBA. Musa checks out. He was a nice bounce for them so far. David. Temple checks in. What? I don't drink coffee. How you just assumed that his dad drank coffee? That he had a brief cup of coffee? Maybe he had, you mean maybe he had some tea? I don't drink coffee. <laughs> but he did have just a brief cup of tea. Yes. Jeff, All right. Jeff Green driving on the 45. Nice attack. He draws the foul. Nice play by Jeff. Foul on Brooklyn. And that's on Nawaba, who checks in for the first time. He didn't play the other night, but without Karis LeVert, they have to go one deeper on their bench, so Nawaba will get those minutes. Nawaba was originally in Chicago and Cleveland, now signed with Brooklyn. Sean Marks does a nice job getting these kind of versatile, athletic players on the end of his bench. Jeff Green's free throw is good. Second quarter's commercial free. We'd love to take your questions today. Just hashtag Utah Jazz Radio. We'll find them on Twitter. That's hashtag Utah Jazz Radio for our commercial second quarter commercial free brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Mark Miller Subaru wants you to love your car buying experience. That's why we developed Promise Price. Promise Price is truly exceptional. Customer service, come experience our commitment to Promise Price at either location. Start your purchase online at markmillersubaru.com. We know you'll love the experience. 7-0 run by the Jazz has not at the game at 36. David Locke along with Ron Boone. On the broadcast, Adrian Lizer, our engineer, as always. Spencer Dinwiddie working the top. 10 on the shot clock. Gives to Jordan. He'll just hand it off to Harris. Coming around a curl, but an illegal pick first by Dinwiddie. Clears out Donovan. That's two offensive fouls and the third foul there on Dinwiddie. But he's had two offensive fouls called on him in this ballgame. See if the Jazz defense can click back in and go on a little run. Kyrie checks back in. Jazz? Brooklyn's the third best offensive team. Jazz are the second best defensive team. That's kind of the matchup tonight. Donovan, Moutier, Ingles, Green, and Bradley on the floor. Green back cuts, tries to 
I don't know what he tried to do. He didn't catch the ball. It was stolen instead by Brooklyn. To the basket. Temple lays it up and in. Two, two lacking of deep, narrow focus details right there. Just tried to be cute. Jeff Green left block. Green holding in the block. Ball standing still. Now he puts it on the deck. They double team him. He's still holding the dribble. Ten on the shot clock. Retreats out. Eight on the shot clock. Still dribbling. Has it stolen from him out of bounds. I think Moutier kind of forced the double team there. If he would have stayed at that three-point range, then there would not have been a double team. Moutier goes through the lane. He cuts through, and Moutier's man goes over and doubles. Donovan sits down. Boyan Bogdanovich checks back in. Mike Conley checks back in. So it's now Conley, O'Neal, Bogdanovich, Green, and Bradley. So Boyan playing the three. Comes around for the catch. Makes a curl. Cut off by Irving. Double team. Blocked from behind and stolen by Moabe. That's what he does. Moabe going coast to coast and Conley reaches in and fouls him. Rudy Gobert is going to check back in. I'd like to see the Jazz just really concentrate on getting the defense of the Brooklyn Nets scrambling. Well, they're just not. Maybe this is what you, Thurl's talking about, what you're talking about. They're just not doing that tonight. We're right. seeing Brooklyn seven catch and suits the Jazz with two. We're not, we're not seeing it as much as you might talk about on the defensive end. We're really not seeing it on the offensive end right now. Correct. These are the third and fourth best three-point shooting teams in the league. And so far tonight, Brooklyn has taken two times as many as the Jazz. And they lead it 40 to 36. Conley, double stagger, left to right. Fires the three. Straight away, front rimmed it, no good. DeAndre Jordan with a rebound. Here comes Kyrie, averaging 30 points a game for the Nets this year. Tries with the right hand, bounce behind Jordan, picked up by Green. Green works to the front court, now puts the accelerator down, big steps to the rack, gets his shot blocked and missed, and the rebound goes out of bounds off the Nets. Jazz down by four, 40 to 36, with 7.52 left, left in the second. Conley inbounds to O'Neal. He works into the middle of the pocket and then carries. What were you going to say, Ron? I was going to say, I was just going to point out, did you see the way Temple was guarding the basket? He denied the pass that drives you crazy. Yes, exactly. 40 to 36. 7.47 left in the second quarter. Irving, pull-up jumper, mid-ranger, off the back handle, no good. Kyrie's two for seven tonight, has four points. Conley, left-hand dribble, into the paint. Switches to his right hand, grabbed and fouled from behind by Temple. Now, two of they, them were teammates in Memphis. I think this is a pass, but I think they're going to give him two shots. Or He's walking to the free-throw line. He's getting two shots for that. <laughs> Again, send in your questions to hashtag Utah Jazz Radio. Ron and I would love to hear from you. Mike Conley to the line. Well, one sign of whether the Jazz are moving the ball. Last night, Larry H. Miller dealerships was giving away a lot of money with the $50 donations to Larry H. Miller Charities for every assist. Tonight, that is not the case. Jazz so far tonight have just four assists on 12 field goals. First free throw from Conley's no good. Jazz are one of eight from three, shooting just 36% right now. Conley makes the second free throw. Jazz are down three. Boy, Ron, the, I will say, if anything equalizes out tonight, the Jazz will be all right, because the Nets are shooting well, having an unusually good first quarter, and the Jazz are just off right now. 
Temple working the pick and roll. Has Conley on his back. Conley gets back in front of him, fading back 15-footer, hits off the glass, and in come. Temple wipes his hands on his pants as though there was something wrong with his hands as, they, as he makes the shot. Conley, left-hand curl, comes back to the right side, tries to throw it back. Beautiful catch by Rudy with the outstretched right hand, and then he takes a pivot and switches to his left and lays it up and in. Beautiful nice. move. In move. That's some athleticism. Yeah, that was special. Jazz back within three, just kind of hanging around. 42-39, here's Kyrie, and we got a foul, and it's O'Neal being tied up by DeAndre Jordan on a pick, and it's on Royce O'Neal. Timeout on the floor, but we will not take it because it's a commercial free second quarter. Here. You know, a situation like that, I'm not sure if Brooklyn was going to score in a situation, but Royce O'Neal picks up a foul. Yep. And the clock doesn't reset. So if he was going to score, that gives the Jazz a, a chance to defend this same possession because the clock stays at 14. Oh, because they, right. You see what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So you're saying that was a good foul? I'm saying that, that yeah, it, it's going to work out that way. Hopefully it works out that way to the point where they don't score. Before we get to your questions, Chris Mannix joins the big show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Your afternoon show here on our flagship station, 95.7 The Zone, 12.80 The Zone as well. Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated talked about Boyan Bogdanovich on the show. Bogdanovich has surprised us a little bit. This dude is not just a spot-up shooter. What people who didn't watch Boyan last year missed was a guy that carried that offense. He was the number one option on that team when Victor Oladipo went down. He's that good. He's capable of being an alpha. I don't think it's his best role, certainly not one on a championship team, but that's not what the Jazz are asking of him. Having him there in that second, third type of role is a huge asset to have. That was one of the better signings of the offseason because his ability to take over games and make big shots, I mean, that's something he showed at a high level last year. Catch the afternoon drive show, 3-7, to seven, right here on 12A of the zone, 95.7. Great guests like 97.5. Sorry, dyslexia never kills, it just confuses. 97.5 on your dial. All right, Chance comes in, Ron. Oh, no, wait, let's go to 385 Original or Stud 12 on Twitter. Who was the best offensive player Booner ever had to guard? Those little small, quick guys like Tiny Archibald. Walt Frazier is another player that was awfully difficult to guard because of his size. And, but I think Tiny Archibald was probably the toughest guy I've ever just Compare seen. Tiny Archibald to Kyrie Irving. So you're looking at size, that perfect, I mean, that is absolutely a perfect example of, of the craftiness of Tiny Archibald. Uh, he wasn't a fancy dribbler, go between his legs and all that kind of stuff. He was direct, handled the basketball very well. Could shoot over big men, probably better than anyone in that era during that time. He led the league in scoring and assists one year at, when he was at the Kansas City Kings. What did he do to shoot over big guys, like the way C.J. Well, McCollum he, does? As I say a lot of times, guys make contact first, go up the chest of a big man, and then shoot over the top of him. That's what he did awfully well. Yes. Interesting. Great question. Thank you very much to JStud12 on Twitter. Brooklyn leads at 42-39. Inbound to Harris. He comes around to the corner three for Temple, and Jeff Green fouled him. That's a set play out of a timeout by Kenny Atkinson. Quinn Snyder looks at Jeff Green and says, did you get him? Jeff Green's crouched down by the bench. Quinn Snyder says to Jeff Green, did you actually get him? And it's interesting how this all changes now, right? Because Jeff Green now 
knows he's about to use his challenge, and Jeff Green says, yes, I did. And Quinn does not use the challenge, and the free throw will be three for Garrett Temple. But interesting how you're arguing with the official about the call right there, like Jeff Green was, when your head coach suddenly asks you, knowing you might use the challenge, you change your tune pretty quickly. Yeah, it, and it, Quinn has said to his players, hey, you make sure you're telling me the truth. Right. You know, don't. Jeff's a veteran, he knows. And he gets three free throws out of that. Fouling a three-point shooter. So first two by Temple are good. Temple. Bounced around, hasn't it? It's interesting. He's one of my favorite players in the league. Like, if you ask me, like, the, who's your favorite non-star in the league, this would be one of my favorites. Love him. He's long. He can play multiple positions. He defends. He can shoot the three pretty well. Yet he's been on eight teams. Undrafted. Bogdanovich comes off a Gobert pick, and they call an offensive foul on Rudy. This is a hard game to officiate because there's 180 picks being set in this game tonight, Ron. Yeah. Each of these teams will run about 85 to 90 pick and rolls. Well, that's why David is so important for Boyan. Here's Kyrie Irving off a pick. Royce O'Neal fights through it. Kyrie gets all the way to the window and scores it. And the Jazz are suddenly down eight on an 11 2 run. Everyone running off screens. You got to make sure you don't let that defender get between you and the dribbler. Jeff Green, wide open three. No good, Jeff not having a great game so far tonight. 0 for three. 47-39. Here's Kyrie driving on Royce O'Neal. Lowers his right shoulder into O'Neal. Foul on Royce, that's gonna be his second. And there's that transition game there by Kyrie. I mean, coming at you, you you're back paddling, you're trying to guess which direction he's gonna go. and. Forcing him to one side or the other, and you still can't stay in front of him. And Brooklyn's now into the bonus. Jazz will be next foul as well, with six minutes left here in the second quarter. Ford Fan Zone gives you all-you-can-eat tickets every single night here at Vivint Smart Home Arena. You get all-you-can-eat with upcoming Jazz game. Receive unlimited hot dogs, popcorn, nachos, peanuts, starting as low as $33 per ticket. Visit utahjazz.com or call 325-2999 to buy Ford Fan Zone. All you can eat tickets now. Jazz are down 10. The run is 13 to 2. Conley trying to get Boyan on a tight curl. They're really bodying up and denying. Here comes a high pick and roll instead with Gobert. Conley drives, right hand floater, good. Right over the long outstretched arms of Jared Allen. Allen has two fouls. DeAndre Jordan was plus seven. That is not something the Nets have gotten out of him much of this year. Kyrie trying to go one-on-one, -on -one, denied by Ingles. Top to Prince. Prince plays off the bounce on Jeff Green, beats him to the basket and lays it up and in. Well, the Nets are doing what Quinn Snyder wanted and was talking it there. It's, you gotta get a body on these guys and get between the, the set, the screen setter. Boyan comes to get it. Turns a tight curl, gets in the lane, fakes a pass to Gobert, they take it away, so he's gotta take a mid-range shot and misses. Prince comes to the front court, lines up Bogdanovich, dives into his shoulder, offensive foul. Nice charge taken by Boyan Bogdanovich. Ron, Boyan gets in the lane right there. He's stymied, he didn't get to Gobert. Can he kick that back out? Well, and it, then that's how you get a three instead of a mid-range jumper there? He, he can, and, and he probably should. But you gotta know the next move before you be making your move. Jazz are shooting just 38% tonight, and one of 11 from three, one of nine from three, just a 40% effective field goal percentage. Here's Conley working in the mid-range right side. Ball fakes up and under, scoop at the rim, no good. 
The Nets are hugging the three-point shooters, letting the Jazz play pick and roll, and forcing the ball handler to shoot, not letting them get back to Gobert. Foul called him Bogdanovich, trying to fight through a pick. Boyan doesn't argue a lot. He's upset about that call. Allen hooked him with his arm. Look at him. He, you can just see Allen has his arm locked up and has... And that all starts with the official making the call with the bad angle, David. Yeah. Well, the two of them both made the call. They had to look at each other, and they both got it wrong. Allen, a 72% free throw shooter but in his career, but has been bad this year at 53%. Brooklyn by 11, 52-41. Second free throw is good. Brooklyn by 12. Back to back, getting in the ball, in the bed at three or four in the morning. High pick and roll. Conley, left hand drive, gets to the restricted area, to the window, lays it up and in. Joe Ingles just face guarding Kyrie Irving and not letting him come to the ball. Now he finally does. Drives hard on Boyan. Beautiful move to the rack. Reverse side layup. No. Allen goes over the back and Gobert gets the ball and dunks. How did Rudy end up on the floor? Jared Allen knocked him over. Jazz down 12. Conley has seven points on three of five shooting. Donovan guarded by Kyrie. Comes off a Gobert pick. Works in the lane. Allen cuts him off, forces a mid-range floater, it's good. Donovan hadn't hit one of those in two games. 10-point game. Donovan's got 12 tonight on 11 shot attempts. Here comes Prince to the basket. Floats it up, no good. Allen gets the rebound. Number one offensive team, rebounding team in the league. Kick out to Prince, unguarded three, short. Rebound off Conley's hand, but he runs it down in the corner. 10-point game. High pick and roll, they hug on the shooters. Conley drives, floats it over Allen and scores. Timeout, Kenny Atkinson. 3.32 left here in the second quarter. Brooklyn by eight on the Jazz. Radio Network will keep it here because it's commercial free. And now the early offense here by the Jazz on three possessions here, two of them by Conley. The transition game. Well, the Brooklyn Nets have been able to handle the Jazz defensively so far. Before the game, Kenny Atkinson was very complimentary of Rudy Gobert and his impact. Let's hear what he had to say. Yeah, no, I thought about Matumbo today. I think it's tough, like how like physical he is. Like he has a physicality, and credit to Quinn and, and his staff for for encouraging that and pushing that. So you know that takes you know take to offense. He's an elite screen setter, and then and then offense. I think he he's got a physicality. He's really worked on his body. I think he's moving better than he's ever moved before. He's, he seems more agile, and you know how it is now. Teams are, you know, teams are going with with, with five out and stretch fives and all that. And he, he he doesn't seem to be him nor the Jazzers. You know, seem to skip a beat. So real real credit to him and their system. Kenny Atkinson on Rudy Gobert, but the Brooklyn Nets are torching the Utah Jazz defense right now. We'll see if the Jazz can turn it around. Ron, the Jazz defense in the first half of games this year, number one in the league by a large margin, only allowing 90 points per 100 possessions. So far, Brooklyn's at an offensive rating of 127 tonight. Well, you can just see it in the stat sheet. 18 for 35 for 51%. They attempted 15 three-point shots. Jazz, one for nine from the three-point line at 41%. Now, Atkinson also said 
it's hard to find a weakness in the Jazz defense. You remember that? Yeah. No. But so far, they've been able to break the Jazz down. And they have absolutely bent the Jazz shot chart. The Jazz have taken 18 mid-range shots tonight. And the answer is, well, that's what the defense is giving you. But at some point, this team is going to have to figure out how to fight that. Because the reason they're giving it to you is because it's a low percentage shot that's almost impossible to be efficient enough. And right now, the Jazz are the fourth best three-point shooting team in the league. But they're 18th in the league in three attempts. And they've, they're going to have to find a way to get better at that, Ron. But it's, it's just awfully tough. I mean, when, when, you, when you give those numbers and you know the Jazz are taking just under 30 a game and the Brooklyn Nets are fifth in attempts and they take 38 teams are that means four teams are taking over 43 point shots a ball game it's just hard for me to think that that is such a shot that you need to take that many off you know Jazz, Jazz but I understand gotten, that that's the game Jazz, neither team has a three in the quarter it's 3.26 left in the quarter. Kyrie driving, goes behind the back on Ingles. Ingles stays with him. Free throw line, step back, got it. Thought Conley was going to get that from the back side. He thought he might. Neither team has hit a three here in the second quarter. Kind of surprising. Joe Ingles, right side, drives. Conley tries to come free. Instead, Gobert at the free throw line, works his body into Allen, steps through, draws the foul, and finishes. One of the better organized moves of Rudy Gobert's offensive career right there. How about the footwork there? Came into his body, spun off it, ball fake, stepped through, laid it up and in. With the right hand there as well, David. Now, you know he's been challenging the rim a lot with that right hand. I mean, with the left hand. This time he puts it in with the right hand. 57-49. Jazz trying to work their way back in. Rudy Gobert for the last five games. 15 points, 15 rebounds, 8 screen assists a game. Free throw from Rudy's good. Both teams have taken 15 free throws in this game now. Kyrie at the elbow. Jazz do a nice job. They want to push this out. They did exactly that. Oh, Kyrie boy. pulls into a three. Joe Ingles runs up his backside. That's going to be three free throws and for Kyrie Irving. Now just think about last year when I was telling them I'd like to see Donovan do a little bit more of that. You come off that screen, especially if you come off tight enough, that, tray, that, that defender is on your backside. He's trying to catch up and get in front of you. So if you stop and pull up, you're, gonna, you're strictly going to run up the backside of a player. Kyrie at the line. Shooting three free throws, and with Kyrie at the line, let's go back to Rudy Gobert for a second. Here's what Rudy had to say about his various nicknames. I never had most nicknames until I got here and Stafford Tower. I know the nickname in the national team, but I can't really say it. <laughs> I have a, yeah, Gobzilla, Stafford Tower. First free throw from Kyrie puts the Nets up nine. And the third one is good as well. So the Nets are back up 10 on Utah, 60 to 57. Excuse me, 60 to 50. Handoff to Bogdanovich, tight curl, guarded by Prince, gets to the free throw line. And then Donovan Mitchell would have been wide open for three, Ron. Instead, Bogdanovich hits the mid-range jumper. It's nice, but Donovan would have been, was wide open for three. They've got to play with their eyes out, as Quinn Snyder says. Here's Kyrie, left side, fading jumper, good. Neither team has a three in the quarter as both defenses are forcing the other into the mid-range. We're tied, 
We're Brooklyn 62, Utah 52. Here's Conley in the mid-range, holds the pivot foot and travels. Oh, wow. Bad call? That's three bad calls tonight. Watch David this. Guthrie, Tyler Watch Ford, that. Natalie Sego as your officials tonight. Here's Kyrie. Bounces it up top to Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie comes off a pick, gets into the mid-range, lobs it high to DeAndre Jordan for the dunk. And Brooklyn is up 14 on the Jazz, and the Jazz are having a hard time slowing this team down defensively right now. Mike Conley in the front court. Comes off a Gobert pick. Drives into the mid-range. Puts up another floater and he's fouled. Mike's got nine points. Donovan's got 12. Gobert's got 12. Jazz have taken three threes in the quarter. Brooklyn's only taken five. Neither team's made one. So we talked about it. We opened the broadcast, Ron, with the Jazz forced the most mid-range shots. Brooklyn forces the second most, or third most, and that's what's happening right now as the defenses are clamping down, but the Brooklyn Nets are not being stopped as Mike Conley misses the free throw. Brooklyn is an unnatural 8 of 13 on their mid-range shots. Jazz are 9 of 19. And Brooklyn is scoring in the half court at a rate that nobody has against the Jazz all season. And the Jazz are going to have to pick up their perimeter game actually. at least I'd like to see them do that. 64-53 here's Kyrie working left side Averages 30 a game, crossover step back 3, no good rebound Gobert outlet to Donovan playing in the half court almost exclusively tonight, high pick and roll Donovan step back 3, no good well both teams got 3's off finally, neither of them made them Jazz are 1 of 10. Brooklyn now 5 of 16. Here's Dinwiddie driving. High lob goes over the glass and out of bounds. Dinwiddie's like, I'm not going to miss by that. I had to be fouled. And <laughs> you I would think so. I got to agree with Spencer Dinwiddie on that one. No one, that was one heck of a lob, Ben, if that was the case. 64-53, Brooklyn by 11. Mike Conley's got 10 points on 4 of 6 shooting. Working a two-man game with Ingles. Gets in late. Kicks back to Bogdanovich. Top to Ingles. High pick and roll. They want to force. Joe comes off the left side. Finds Rudy on the roll. They cut him off. He throws back to Donovan. Fakes a pass. Works it outside. Now here's Ingles. 4-3. No good. Tired legs, maybe. Utah 1 of 11 from 3. That was beautiful basketball. Here's Dinwiddie. Long dribble out in front. Now curls back to the left. Puts his back into Donovan. Flares it to the corner to Prince. Bogdanovich guarding, 10 on the shot clock, 35 in the quarter. Nets by 11, mid-range long two, swish. When was the last time the NBA saw a quarter without a three? We might have one. Donovan high pick and roll with Ingles. Down by 13 of the Jazz. Shot clock's at 10, game clock at 19. Chest pass to Conley, bypasses a three. Left corner, Joe Ingles, air ball. Oh my gosh. From the left corner, Joe Ingles just missed by a mile. Conley driving, excuse me, Kyrie driving, spins Gobert around and lays it up and in. Jazz suddenly down 15 as Conley launches a three and misses. 68-53, Utah has been confronted by the number three offense in the NBA and been absolutely 
run here in the first quarter, first half down 15. Wow. 68-53, Brooklyn by 15 on the Jazz Radio Network. down 15 as we open the second half. Brooklyn ran away a little bit there at the end of the half, and the Jazz defensively just never got it going, nor did they offensively wrong. The offense very disjointed, probably leading to some of the problems defensively. Six assists after having 30 the night before. All right, Mike Conley. Your, your mic's not on there. We'll go yeah. try that again. Opening it, play. It, Nice opening play there to just Boyan coming, going baseline there, gets fouled. Well, maybe oh, it wasn't fouled, it was knocked out of bounds. Um, I'd like to see a little earlier offense and, and not so much. And here the Jazz turn it over. Conley threw a inbound pass, which miscommunication. Donovan tried to save it and it turns over. Prince. Neither team hit a three in the second quarter of tonight's game. Jazz are one of 13 from three. Here's Kyrie. Angle left, pull up three. Too hard off the handle. Rebound comes down to Conley. Between Outlet to Donovan. Can the Jazz run a little bit? Donovan loose with the dribble. Has to come back and get it. Donovan six of 12 for 12 points tonight. Bogdanovich comes off a pick from Gobert. Works inside the mid-range. Chests it out to O'Neal. Playing with his eyes open. And O'Neal, who's shooting 50% from three hits. Well, Ron, that's exactly the play we talked about earlier where I said Donovan was wide open. And he played with his eyes open this time a little bit. Kyrie Irving gets pressured at half court and commits an over and back. And he's looking at one of his teammates as though it was your fault. He's saying the world is flat. I cannot have gone over and back. <laughs> Yeah. 68-56. It's just so important for the Jazz not to dribble as much and a lot of ball movement, forcing the defense to, to have the help. Gets in the lane, lobs it up to Rudy over Allen, and then Allen fouls Rudy at the rim. It's going to be four fouls there on Allen. That should be good for the Jazz, but in the first half, the opposite was true. This is, we have small sample size theater a little bit this time of year, but... Ron, it's worth sharing this again, that so far during the year this year, when Jared Allen has been on the floor, the Nets are 16 points per 100 possessions better than they are when he's off the floor. The defense is 10 points per 100 possessions worse with DeAndre Jordan on the floor, and that is the fourth foul on Allen. And the luxury of having both these big guys is that Kenny Atkinson is deciding that he's going to let Allen stay on the floor. Uh, I think Allen rebounds just as good as Jordan, but he has more of a, a complete ball game Gobert, from that position. Gobert misses the free throws. The Jazz are still down 12. 68-56. Allen at the elbow. Hand off to Harris. Wants to take a three. Jazz won't allow it. So he puts it on the deck. Throws it on the drive out to the wing and nobody's there. Well, the guy in the Carl Malone jersey's there, but he's got glasses on wearing... Doesn't look like he's quite ready to play in the NBA. And the Oh, no. We got the pass out of bounds into the kid with the drink. Ice cubes flying over his head. Sprite all over his chest. Jeans were gray are now black. Oh, he's a drenched mess, the poor kid. He's on the Jumbotron trying to look like he's cool. He's checking his phone, though. First thing, where's the phone? Making sure it didn't get hit. He is sticky and wet. 
And the floor is being cleaned as well. I'm sure Jock Vaughn's beautiful custom-made suit got a little Sprite all over it as well. I'm sure they will replace that drink, don't you think? We'll see. Here's a high pick and roll. Conley wraps it back up to Donovan. Ball fakes a catch and shoot three, attacks the rack, scoops, and scores. Beautiful play. Jazz within 10. The offense looks much better. Donovan's got 14. Temple playing for the injured Levert. Gets a three-angle left. Front rim, no good. Bogdanovich rebounds. Out to Donovan. Rudy's running the floor hard. Donovan's attacking in the open floor. Gets to the window. Shot up and in. Timeout, Kenny Atkinson. I'm glad it was a timeout. Donovan, Donovan got gonna, hit somewhere there. Yeah, he was going to be uh, slow getting down the floor. But why does that happen? Because Rudy Gobert sprinted the floor, keeping the big all the way on the baseline. Donovan gets to the window. It's a 7-0 run by Jazz, the Jazz. 68-60 on the Jazz Radio Network. Deficit right down to eight. Kenny Atkinson takes a quick timeout because he's seen this dance before. The Brooklyn Nets, after a great second quarter in Detroit earlier this year, got outscored 32 to 18 in the third, went on to lose to Detroit. And then the next night out allowed 48 points in the third quarter against New Orleans. Luckily held on to win that ballgame. 68-60 here. Kyrie Irving at the top, working Royce O'Neal. O'Neal knocks it away, steals it. He's down on the ground, has it, gives to Conley. Conley has Gobert sprinting, couldn't find him. Now Royce on the right side. Back up top to Mike. Eight-point game. Jazz trailed by 15. They're on a 7-0 run. Conley comes off a Gobert pick. Snakes back to the right hand. Works a lob down low to Rudy. He's being held by Temple. Gives back to Conley on the wing. Five on the clock. Conley's got Allen. He'll shoot the three over the top. Swish. And it's a five-point game. They're calling it a two. It's a seven-point, six-point game. 68-62, high pick and roll. Kyrie goes off Allen to the right, rises and fires on a three, swirls out. Rebound to Conley. 68-62, Jazz down by six. Donovan, quick action, into the lane, fouled, high archer, no good. Will he get free throws? Yes. So Brooklyn, who comes into this game four and five, has had this struggle in the third quarter before. They're the 28th ranked defensive team in third quarters this year. They didn't have it against Phoenix because they were down 18 at halftime and then that blowout just continued. Against Portland, Portland worked their way back in the third quarter on a night where Dame Lillard had 60. And he's capable of doing it and he's another one of those guys that can score in a hurry. You just mentioned it was Kobe White, yeah. seven threes. In NBA tonight for the rookie for Chicago. By the way, they've ruled Conley's two a three. Donovan takes both free throws, so is it 68-65 or 68-64? They're calling it a two, never mind. Donovan drives, gets to the right elbow, banks it off the glass too hard, rebound comes down to Allen. 68-64 is the score. Al Temple driving. Wraps around, Conley anticipates, knocks it away and steals it. Outlet pass to Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich lays it up and in. 68-66, two-point game. 8.38 left. Third quarter, Jazz were down 15. 
Jazz open the quarter on a 13-0 run. Prince, who was active early for the Nets, chested up top to Harris, the best three-point shooter in the league. Right side, Kyrie, isolated on the wing, three on the shot clock. He'll shoot over the top of O'Neal, he'll miss. Bogdanovich rebounds. Jazz on the run, looking to tie. 13-0 run. Royce O'Neal just got knocked to the ground. Donovan driving. He throws up a prayer because he got banged. No call. Fast break. Stop the other way. Donovan and O'Neal are both shaking right now. 13-0 run by the Jazz. You see the Jazz are out and running. Taking advantage of missed shots. Kyrie Irving tonight is 6 of 16. 0 of 6 from 3. He's at the top, guarded by O'Neal. Step back three, had some airspace this time, hit it. That was more than a step back. He jumped about three feet to get behind the three-point First point three line. of the night for Kyrie. First three since the first quarter for the Nets. Here's Conley. Ball fakes, gets a lot of contact from Allen and went for the hook. And that's number five on Jared Allen. That's been his problem his whole career. His foul trouble, he lasts 15 minutes tonight with five fouls, and DeAndre Jordan will return. And Jordan was very good in the first half. Can he be in the second half? He has not been good all year, frankly. They were plus 17 in the first half with him on the floor. They have not been that way all season long. Yeah, you threw in eight rebounds in 13 minutes there for Jordan. Mike Conley, free throw's good. Mike will have an emotional night on Friday night as we return to Memphis. His first game back, his second one will be the day after Thanksgiving. We'll do both of them in a hurry for him. You think we could go to his house for Thanksgiving, huh? I, I haven't received an invitation, have you? I have not either, you know. 71-67. Next free throw is good, 71-68. So the Jazz are down three. Conley's got 14. Donovan's got 18. Gobert's got 12. Pass up top to Irving, and O'Neal knocks in the backcourt, and they call a foul on O'Neal. Royce O'Neal has three fouls. He's played just 15 minutes tonight. He has been brilliant defensively on Kyrie Irving. The Jazz bench in the first half was one of 12 shooting. They'll need more than that in the second half. Here's Irving driving on O'Neal into his body, puts it off the glass and in. Beautiful move, but you're not going to shut out Kyrie Irving. Here's Donovan. Comes off a Gobert pick at the top. They flip the pick. He works to the right elbow for a pull-up jumper, hit it. Donovan's got 20 again tonight. He's averaging 25. Boy, that rescreen is used by a lot of good players in the league right now. It, it pays off. Here's Kyrie. He's just playing one-on-one. Jazz try to help defensively. Underhand scoops to the rim. Misses. He's not involving his teammates at all right now. Conley on the right side. Has a drag coming from Gobert. Takes it at the top. They try to flip it. Conley fires the three. Missed it. Would have tied the game at 73. Jazz trailed by 15 to start the quarter. And there it is again, the rescreen. 6.50 left, Dinwiddie driving in the lane, flares it out to the top. Prince, nice close by Bogdanovich, he's got to take it off the bounce, three, hit it. That is not his game. He is a great catch and shoot three-point shooter, but off the bounce is not usually where he succeeds. He's only four of 12 before that one this season. And on catch and shoots, he's at 50%. Bogdanovich into the mid-range, stop and pop jumper, good. 76-72, Brooklyn by four. Really, this is a replay of the Milwaukee game where we were up 20 at the half, worked, they worked their way back, and now we got a basketball game. 
Dinwiddie driving, underhand scoop at the rim, no. DeAndre Jordan, offensive rebound, flares out to Kyrie. O'Neal's all over him. Back up top to Temple, bobbles the pass. Conley attacks defensively. Temple in trouble, and he traveled. No, Atkinson calls the timeout first. Kenny Atkinson at every timeout seems to complain about a call. He's doing it right now as well. Timeout on the floor. Brooklyn 76, Utah 72. Donovan walking slowly back to the bench. A bunch of guys asking if he's all right. He nods, I'm fine. Timeout on the floor. Six minutes left in the third on the Jazz Radio Network. Look out. He's incredible. Big T is entering the booth. And now, and now, now, get ready. Thurl Bailey joins Lock and Boo on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Six minutes left in the third quarter. The Jazz working their way back in this one. They trailed by 15 to start the quarter. They're down four now. 76-72, the ebbs and flows of an NBA game. And Thurl Bailey joining us now. Inbound comes to Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie or Irving, that will be their offense. And Dinwiddie fires with 3-2 hard up the handle. Offensive rebound, Kyrie. Kicks it back out to Temple. Left side to Prince. Prince gets to the free throw line, gets cut off. Back over to Temple. Temple fires it off. Balance fadeaway three, no good. Barely draws iron if it did at all. Here's Conley on the right side. Conley lines up Kyrie Irving, not known for his defense. Crosses him over, jump stops in lane, kicks out to Ingles. Jazz playing with her eyes out. Much more here. Bogdanovich, catch and shoot right side three, too long. Quick release with a defender on him. That's kind of his signature. He missed it. Dinwiddie beats Royce O'Neal to the basket and lays it up and in. Dinwiddie at 30 against, 32 against Portland. Game's got more tempo right now. That makes Ron happy. High pick and roll Conley. Right hand floater too hard. This is helping. I think it helps the Jazz. Jazz down six. Better stay tight right now. Here comes Dinwiddie all the way to the paint. Cut off by Gobert. Dinwiddie was the Pac-12 player of the year, actually, at Colorado, and then tore his ACL. Ended up being a second-round pick by the Pistons. Crossing over Gobert to the rack. Missed it. Rudy with great defense. Outlet to O'Neal. Push ahead to Conley. Donovan is on the bench right now. Top to Gobert. So that's the reason Dinwiddie dropped the 38 pick, huh? It is exactly why. No better now. Royce takes one extra step in the lane and travels. Thorough, what are you seeing here in the opening part of the third quarter? Well, I, I thought the Jazz came out in the opening part and played some great defense. Now it's really about converting on their end. I mean, they, they're for the most part allowing Brooklyn to only have one shot except a couple of times. But they've got to be able to convert and take advantage of that. Jazz going to go to their bench here. The bench was one of 12 in the first half. See if they can be better here. Dinwiddie straight down the barrel three is good. And all of a sudden, Jazz, they've run out of a little energy and they're back down nine. Underneath the screen, left Dinwiddie alone to shoot a three. Got 14. Conley works inside the paint. Ball fakes at the dotted line, stops. Eyes out to O'Neal for three. Got it. Well, the Jazz made a nice adjustment in their offense, Ron. We talked about the first half getting in the paint and then looking out instead of looking at the rim. Yeah, and you can see there that time Conley was looking. Whoa. Dinwiddie drives, Gobert blocks it out of bounds ferociously. Conley was looking weak side. Now he had two choices, and he waited to, for the defense to make a commitment there, and he found Royce O'Neal. 81-75, Jazz down six. Four minutes to play here in the third quarter. Inbound to Prince. Prince has 15 tonight. 
Prince works to the dotted line, bounces to DeAndre Jordan, he travels. The way Brooklyn works is Kyrie takes 22 shots a game, Levert takes 15, Levert's not here. So Dinwiddie takes 13, Prince takes 10, and Harris takes 10. Harris can't really create his own shot. So this opens the door for Dinwiddie and Prince to take some extra shots tonight. Yeah, Conley, I'm sorry, uh, Irving, what, 36% of his possessions are? A little usage rate droppage right here, Rambu. I like it. Moutier, no pass possession, fires a mid-range shot, no good. 81-75, Harris driving at Jeff Green. Green blocks it and then grabs it himself. Here comes Jeff into the front court. Jordan fouls him to stop the fast break. Ron and Thurl, part of the reason the Jazz take so many mid-range jumpers this year instead of threes is everyone they've added to the roster was a number one option at some point. When Jeff Green thinks about it, he thinks he's going to score. When Moody has it, he thinks he's going to score. When Conley has been the number one option in Memphis, Boyan, Donovan, how do you get these guys to play thinking about teammates as well? Well, I think we've seen it. I, mean, I think it's just about being consistent with it. We've seen that ball move around. I thought we saw it in, uh, in San Francisco last night where the Jazz were had some great looks, but the ball was moving. I think even on one offensive possession, the ball moved around the horn and then all the way back. And so you know, the Jazz are capable of it. Now it's just about being consistent with it. And, and also, you know, there are a lot of defenses that aren't allowing early on the Jazz to, to get those open looks. Spencer Dinwiddie picks up his fourth foul, and Joe Ingles goes to line, misses the free throw. Now let me play devil's advocate. What I think is happening is the Warriors are bad defensive teams, so the Jazz do whatever they wanted. When they play a good defensive team, and any of the guys I mentioned are open, their assumption is it's the right thing for them to shoot, because that's what it's been at most of their lives, and it might not be. So is it, it's, how do they start swinging the ball a little bit? Is it just time and understanding what the culture's about? Yeah, I mean, I don't think coach is against a guy with a good shot getting a look at it. I mean, I don't think he's telling guys who may not be good at one spot on, you know, overall analytics not to take the shot. Dinwiddie, right-hand floater off the glass from the free throw line is good. And the Jazz are back down, 83-76. Ingles split the free throws. Gobert tries to get a back-cutting Ingles, couldn't find him. Swings left side to O'Neal. O'Neal comes off a double stagger, chested to Moody. He's got a gap to the basket. He gets blasted by DeAndre Jordan. Two free throws coming. That's the way you get to the free throw line. You got a shot blocker. You go up his chest. 6'5", 210, maybe even under 200 now as Moody's worked his body so hard. He's got the power to be able to do that. Jazz Bench has been to the free throw line a lot for all I'm talking about the fact that they are. They are still one of 13. That has not changed any, but they have got... The bench itself tonight has eight points on 10 free throw attempts, and Moutier will take 11 and 12 here. 83-76, first free throw from Emmanuel is good. The day after every Jazz win, Homer away, Little Caesars giving you free pizza. Order one custom round multi-topping pizza through Little Caesars app, and you receive a free, large, extra, most bestest pepperoni pizza using the promo code JAZZWIN. Valid all participating Utah, Little Caesars location, mobile orders only. Moutier knocks both free throws down, and the Jazz cut this game to five. Well, the hope is, is that with Bradley in the game, that he can work hard enough to make this deficit not any bigger. Dinwiddie tries to pass it to Jordan, turnover. Bradley runs the floor well, opens it up for a trailing Jeff Green. 
Green now puts it on the deck, drives into the mid-range, floats up the right-hander and in. That happens because Bradley sprinted the floor. That's what Quinn Snyder's been talking about, Ron. That's how you got to get the transition. The, the big leads, you got to run all the way. Yeah. But that's a nice basket for Jeff Green, right? I mean, he and when he lobs to Jordan, who dunked on Bradley, literally landed on top of him. Bradley was suddenly playing with him on his shoulders as Bradley was down on the ground. So Bradley's not a jumper. He stretches the rebounds. And He's got a good enough body to put on. Donovan goes one-on-one -on -one right side, misses, gets his own rebound, puts it back up and in. Puts it back up and in for about five feet out. Donovan has 10 points in the quarter, 20 in the game. It's an 85-82 Brooklyn lead. Jazz playing with a level of intensity here. Musa drives, Moutier reaches out with his right hand and fouls. And those third, fourth team foul on the Jazz because it's the first and the final two minutes. That's a, seems like a little tiny foul, like, but commit that foul the first 10 seconds into the final two minutes, that's actually a big foul right there. Jazz had only committed two fouls in the quarter, and now you're into the penalty on the next one. Back cut by Musa at the rebound, got Moutier, lays it up and in. They hadn't spun out of that much of all year, and they did right there. And an offensive foul on Jeff Green on the right side of the floor. Not sure what happened. Donovan had swung the ball to the left side, and Green gets called for an offensive foul on the right side. 87-82, Jazz down five. Dinwiddie the front court, 16 points on five and 12 shooting, picked up by Ingles. High pick and roll, DeAndre Jordan attacking Tony Bradley to the window scores. Rudy Gobert is not in the game and they just go right to the rim. Moutier, working, driving, into the paint deep, curls it back out to Ingles. Ingles yet to have a field goal tonight, all the way to the window, misses a wide open, uncontested layup. Joe Ingles is having a nightmare night. Transition three, Musa, no, rebound green, battling. Moutier comes down to grab it from Claxton. Chests ahead to Ingles' right side. Joe drives to the window, gives it off to Donovan. He double clutches and lays it up and in. 89-84. Jazz back within five. That was almost dangerous right there. They almost were back down 10. 48 seconds left in the quarter. Holding it is Dinwiddie. Now he goes to work. Pull up three. Tony Bradley fouls him. Thurl, you called it. Had to be a good stretch from Tony, and they've gone right at him. Yeah, they have. Yeah, but aside from that, just fouling a three-point shooter, you know, a lot, and, and this is the thing. A lot of three-point shooters, the good ones anyway, they jump from behind the line, but they finish in front of the line. And that's exactly what happened. Oh, wow. Well, because it means he didn't give him a flagrant foul would be that Tony Bradley didn't give him landing area. It's the Zaza Pachulia call on Kawhi Leonard. That's that's what that is for you, Thurl. You're you were getting into the, the guy this league's getting soft stuff, right? <laughs> well, I saw that right foot. It's interesting because Bradley's right foot went forward, and also Dinwiddie's right foot on his shot yeah, goes Din forward. Dinwiddie lands on Bradley's foot, so he does not give him a landing area, but Dinwiddie's landing area is not in the vertical zone exactly. of where he shot. Exactly. I do not know the ruling on this, to be honest with you. So this will be interesting to see. I'll, we'll learn something here. 
crowd's booing, but Dinwiddie, t- Dinwiddie takes the three from behind the line, lands two feet forward. Bradley closes. Not a very great close by Bradley, frankly. Kind of sideways, off balance, not in great control, and not going to impact his shot. The effort's nice, but the... I think they're going to call this a... They're going to call this a flagrant, I think, because of a reckless closeout, just coming with no ability to stop himself to protect the shooter. So a flagrant on Tony Bradley. And the explanation is that he did not have control to stop himself to protect the shooter. Well, I guess he's supposed to know that Den Whitty is not a vertical jump shooter. Yeah, well, I, I mean, yeah. He's, he's, supposed, he's supposed to know that you need to challenge a, a, a three-point shooter by going straight up and not straight into him. Yeah. But Dinwiddie makes the first free throw. Now we'll get four, three more. And what was a five-point game has a chance to go to nine. And the big thing is here is you just don't foul a three-point shooter. So he misses the second of the flagrants. Now he gets three more, right? Or are they leaving him all empty on the line? So he's doing all the free... Oh, because it's a flagrant, they get the ball? He misses the second as well. I don't understand what just happened. He took three free throws. And now they get the ball because of the flagrant. Why didn't he get four free throws? Good question. Dinwiddie, free throw line, fading back, high archer, no good. Foul on the rebound. It's on Jeff Green or Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles for holding DeAndre Jordan. Well, the Jazz acquired Ed Davis from the Brooklyn Nets in the offseason as a free agent, and the Jazz are missing Ed Davis right now. And, and Joe Ingles just was face guarding and, and, and blocking Jordan out. His arms were into his chest. So is there a rule, Thurl, that you can't box out like that? Now there probably is. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> well, they had to foul anybody, maybe. Yep. Remember when Jordan started talking to himself so he could make free throws? Well, you know, he's, he's attempted 34 free throws in a game. Back when yes. there was a hack of Jordan. Yes, there up, was. You know? Thank goodness we didn't have to be there for that day. Yeah. This year he's shooting 47%. The talking is not working. But it does here as he makes both of them with ease. And the Jazz had cut this to five. At one point they cut it as low as two. They're now back down eight. 30 seconds left in the quarter. The Jazz will not play two for one. They don't have enough time. Donovan has 24 points to lead the Jazz. He has airspace. He now drives, now curls back out, 11 on the clock. They spread the floor. He's got Musa one-on-one. He rises and fires into a three too hard off the handle. Ingles taps it to Donovan. 11 seconds left, so Donovan will play for the final shot. Smart. Jazz space the floor. Bradley comes to bring a pick with five. Donovan chests it to Moutier. Above the break three for Emmanuel Moutier. No good. So the Jazz are down eight as we head to the fourth. 92-84. It's going to take a lot of work to see if they can pull this one off. The Nets finish on a 6-2 run on the third because of that technical and flagrant. Thurl Bailey, have a great postgame show. Thank you, guys. It is the Jazz down 92-84 on the Jazz Radio Network.
Utah Jazz heads to the fourth quarter with the Nets leading at 92-84. I'll set the lineups for you. Jazz have their bench group on the floor. Jazz are three of 15 from three tonight. Three of 19, excuse me. Here's Harris, best three-point shooter in the league. Misses angle right, rebound comes down to Jeff Green. Jazz are down eight. Green's going coast to coast to the rack. It's blocked by De'Ara. Trey Jordan. No one's coming back the other way. It's four on four. Claxton drives, misses. Donovan rebounds. Green's all the way out in front because he never came back. Leaves it behind for Joe Ingles and gets a three on the left side and hits. Really slow close out there by DeAndre Jordan. Nice read by Jeff Green. You know, sometimes he doesn't want to get too far away from the basket. No, he wanted no part of that. Dinwiddie driving at Bradley. Underhand scoop at the rim. No good. Rebound Joe. Jazz trying to push. They don't have numbers. It's three on four. Trailing his Ingles. Hasn't hit a shot tonight. Right side green. Joe's 0 for 6. Joe trying to play pick and roll with Bradley. Comes off the pick. Gets to the free throw line. Ball fakes now. Gives it out to Moutier. Moutier drives on Claxton. Puts his back to him. Fades back off the left foot. Top spins it over the rim and in. It is a three-point game, 92-87. The Jazz last lead might be like 4-2 or something like that. See how fast the Jazz are playing now. I mean, they're they're really... Dinwiddie drives. Bradley misunderstands the assignment. Slam dunk. Spencer Dinwiddie. Rudy Gobert's played 28 minutes. Can the Jazz get about three or four on a back-to-back here out of Bradley? High pick and roll Donovan. Right elbow. Puts up a little off-balance floater. No good. Gets his own rebound inside traffic. Which he does Kicks out to Green. Kicks for three. Good. Jeff Green. Back-to-back threes. Two-point game. 94-92. Jazz are now four of 20 from three. Musa drives. Bradley back. Jordan layup. Missed it. Moutier on the run. Moutier loose with the dribble. Has to run it down the corner. Now, Moutier works the right side. Attacks Dinwiddie to the rack. Lays it up and in. Tied at 94. Emmanuel Moutier. Nine forty-seven left. Vivid, smart home on their feet. It is the Milwaukee game all over again. We're just a team fighting back. Jazz, tie it up at 94 on the Jazz Radio Network. Now on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. With the seventh pick in the 2019 NBA Draft, the Chicago Bulls select Kobe White. Right elbow, White launches a three. Bam! Here's Kobe White, left wing three. Yes! Back-to-back jacks for the Bulls. Rookie guard Kobe White between the circles, leans over the bounce. Kobe 4-3. Bam! Kobe creating. Kobe topside three. Yes! What a rookie. Big-time onions. Kobe White, seven threes in the corner. Kyrie Irving checks back in the game here, immediately goes to the right elbow. Pulls up for a jumper and a hitch, and it's 96-94. 9.30 to play, Gobert is back. So Rudy Gobert on the back end of a back-to-back. He's going to play about 37 minutes tonight. They were going at Tony Bradley every play. Moody at the top. They're not guarding him, so he gets a pick from Gobert. Out to Green, who's hit two in a row, make it three in a row. Jeff Green with his third three. That guy is a streak shooter, Ron. That's what we've learned about him. Three threes in a row for Jeff Green. He's got 13 off the bench. All up and the Jazz lead quarter. for the first time since the 223 mark of the first quarter. Kyrie spinning, driving, floating it up to Jordan, taps it over Gobert and in. 
Jazz last lead was 23-22, but that was brief. That's our 10th lead change in the game. All of them had happened in the first quarter. Moutier, elbow jump shot, good. And another lead change, 99-98. Emmanuel Moutier has 11. The bench did not have a, the bench had one field goal in the first half. They've now got seven in the quarter. Here comes Kyrie, driving, fading, missing. Rebound, Gobert. Kyrie Irving, nine of 21. Moutier to the front court. Drives with left hand all the way to the rim. Double clutches and draws the foul. Boy. Musa got hit in the face. He's holding his mouth on the ground. Moutier's played 16 minutes tonight. Jazz being cautious with Mike Conley's minutes as he has played just 24. Sorry, Ron, go ahead. Well, no, they gave that foul to Harris, but it shows that sometimes it's good to wear a mouthpiece. I mean, you, you never know getting hit in the mouth. Knocked some teeth out. Stoppage of action right there, not sure why. Kenny Atkinson arguing the call. Not sure that David Guthrie, Tyler Ford, and Natalie Sago have had a very good game. Also not sure this was a very easy game to officiate with 180 picks. Moody's free throw is good. Jazz up by two, 100 to 98. Jared Allen checks back in. He has five fouls, he's played 15 minutes. DeAndre Jordan has 10 points and 13 rebounds in 25 minutes. Kyrie Irving, the best one-on-one -on -one player in the NBA, Nine of 21 tonight, one of seven from three, 24 points, and you know they're going to him late. He and Dinwiddie, though, have split much of the clutch time this year for this team. And they've been in a lot of close games. Moutier makes both free throws. Just in their last five, the Nets beat Brooklyn by seven, lost to Detroit by four, beat Portland by four. Kyrie driving, lobbing to Jared Allen. Too far into the glass, falling out of bounds. Tries to save it under his own basket. It's stolen by Donovan. Out dingles, back to Donovan, attacking. Kicks to Joe. Joe's 0 for 6 and seems reluctant to shoot. Donovan working the top. Guarded by Prince. Drives, scoops, scores. Donovan Mitchell. Long outlet to Harris. Catch and shoot three. Bang. 103-101. And you feel like you got the momentum going, and all of a sudden, here they come back with a transition three. Quinn Snyder takes a timeout off that. Utah by two. Fun one in Salt Lake City on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah 103, Brooklyn 101. Jazz are going to need a Vivint Smart Home defensive player of the game down the stretch. Vivint Smart Home solutions allow you to control your home from anywhere. Vivint Smart Home, there's no place like a smart home, and that's going to be Royce O'Neal, who is likely to have the assignment on Kyrie Irving here for the final 743, Ron. Yeah, it, it's going to take just that and, and try to keep Kyrie in the two-point range, which is, he's deadly at. Just don't let him get hot at that three-point line. He's just so crafty, uses the screens very, very well. 103-101, Moutier at the helm. Comes off a Gobert pick down the baseline. Attacks Allen, who's got five fouls. Now holds in the post, pounding the dribble. Works it, turnaround jumper from Moutier. Good! 15 off the bench for Emmanuel Moutier. One of the better games of his NBA career. Kyrie, pull up three, off the bounce. Good, they call it a three. 
man, Kyrie Irving. He's got 27. 105, 104. 10 3 of the night for Brooklyn. They haven't won a game this year where they didn't, where they had less than 16. Moutier right side. Pocket pass to Gobert at the free throw line. Steps by Jared Allen, puts it off the glass and in. Allen had to relent a bit with five fouls. Utah 107, Brooklyn 104. The Jazz have led by five. Brooklyn led by 15 at the half. Royce O'Neal guarding Kyrie Irving. Gets off the Allen pick, fires the three. Swirls deep in the cup and comes out. Defies gravity. Moutier on the push. Gets a pick from Gobert. Takes a left-hand dribble. Ball fakes at the free throw line. Eyes out to... Royce, Royce comes off a pick, chest it to Green. Green has three threes, he'll fire another one. This one's off the bounce, no good, rebound comes to Allen. They're face guarding Donovan and denying him the ball. Conley and Bogdanovich will come soon to help. They both get up off the bench right now. Here's Kyrie working in the mid range, over to Harris, fires the three, no good, rebound Gobert. His 11th of the night. Donovan prancing to the front court, now hits the accelerator, drives, floats, misses. Rebound to Allen. Six minutes to play. Jazz 107. Brooklyn 104. At this pace, we'll see who gets tired. Kyrie. Jazz played last night. And a moving pick by Jared Allen. Takes O'Neal out. That's five, six fouls on Jared Allen in 17 minutes. Jordan gets up off the bench, and I'm not so sure he's going to come in. I think he's got to unwrap his old man knees, oh, Ron. Oh, that's what he's doing. I, I know he got up and walked toward the scorer's table. Now he has to go back. Moutier with eight points here in the fourth. Utah leads it 107-104. Jazz have trailed almost the entire night. They led in the early moments. A little bit off and on in the middle of the first. They did not lead in the second. They did not lead for a second of the third. And they worked their way back from 15 down, and Mike Conley comes in for Moutier. Boyan Bogdanovich in. So the Jazz have Royce O'Neal, Jeff Green, and Donovan takes a break. Eight seconds on the shot clock. Conley's got to go to work. Guarded by Temple. Comes off a Gobert pick. Fires the three. No good. Rebound Harris. Kyrie chests it to Harris. He's the best catch and shoot shooter in the NBA. He takes a bounce left, fires the three and hits. And Quinn takes a timeout. Quinn Snyder has only two timeouts left, which virtually eliminates, by the way, just to let you, in my opinion, him using the challenge at any point in this game now. Unless it's in the final seconds of the game. Because the timeouts are so valuable that it's almost impossible to use the challenge the rest of the way. Minute left here in the quarter. This should be in the timeout, so we'll keep it here. 5.25 left, Jazz. And Brooklyn tied at 107 in a game that all of a sudden has had 12 lead changes and 10 ties, but they all happened early, Ron. Happened early. We had nine lead changes and eight ties in the first half, so we've had... Three lead changes and this tie all in the last two minutes. Otherwise, it was all Brooklyn. I really think, David, that the Jazz need to get about a five-point lead because Kyrie Irving is a finisher. And got to stay away from having putting him in a situation where he can win a ball game. Interesting call for Quinn Snyder tonight. Royce O'Neal has the defensive assignment, so I... 
assume he'll close with him. Well, they had Joe Ingles on him. Now Joe, Joe's checking back in the ballgame. So the Jazz go to the O lineup right now. Donovan Mitchell checked out. That timeout was to get Donovan back in. So the Jazz go to the O lineup. Conley, Donovan, Joe, Boyan, Boyan, but for the O purposes, and Gobert. This has been the Jazz' best five-man lineup. Donovan, crossover dribble at Prince, gets to the dotted line, flares back to Conley, catch and shoot three, short. Mike playing on the back end of a back-to-back tonight. 0 for 5 from 3. Tied at 107, 5 to play. Kyrie lobs it to Jordan at the rim, couldn't handle it, loses it out of bounds. Not a good lob. I mean, that was absolutely terrible. And the right thing for Jordan to do in a situation like that is just grab it and come down with it because... Tried to be cute. 2-5 elbow, I think we just heard right there. So Donovan's going to come set a pick for... Conley. Conley trying to work on Temple. A very good defender. Big steps to the rim. Underhand scoop. No. Rebound to Jordan. Here comes Prince in the open. Excuse me. Temple in the open court. Cut off by Bogdanovich. Trailing is Jordan. Hand off to Harris. A dead eye shooter. He drives instead of Gobert. Misses the Got the layup. It sat on the cup. Looked like he was going to fall off and then fell in. Brooklyn regains the lead. 109-107. Donovan to the front court. Jazz trailed by 15 at the half. Donovan's got 26. Donovan, head fix, drives, foul. Team foul on Brooklyn is their first of the quarter. Oh, check that. It's third on the Nets. Jazz have none. Both teams have two timeouts left. We need that ball movement, David. Conley. 5 of 13 tonight. Drives, off balance shot. Fouled and finishes. He'll buy it. He'll get one free. Tied at 109. Jazz with multiple options in the clutch this year. The book on Kyrie Irving, Ron, is that he is a one-on-one player that doesn't involve teammates late. So far this year, he's taken 36 shots in the clutch. Joe Harris has taken 13 as the next most, so he's taken three to one. So is he considered a finisher or what? He's driving, hands off to Jordan, goes to dunk, and he's fouled by Gobert. Rudy didn't believe the call. Jordan will go to the line. He's not a great free throw shooter. Quinn cannot challenge it. Well, Quinn Cam, it's not worth the timeout to challenge it, and it would be called a foul. Rudy had his arm in Jordan's body. Yeah, you really couldn't tell if he was leveraging it or what, but it was lightly there. If you're an official, you're calling that every time. I, and I, if you're an official reviewing it. And again, it's the angle that, right. that, that forces you to make a call like that. Here's Jordan to the line. Made two earlier. Makes this one. At one I, point, DeAndre Jordan was the worst free throw shooter in the NBA. He ties it at 110. I thought he became a better free throw shooter last season because he remember he would step up to the line and just shoot it. And he had changed his routine. Started talking to himself. Yeah, that's what it was. Started talking to himself. He misses this one. Gobert snares the rebound. Rudy tonight with nine defensive rebounds. Here comes Donovan. In the lane, gets the elbow. Tough look, fading back. No good. Not a great look. No ball movement at all. 
110 left. Play with your eyes out like you did in the third. Here comes Kyrie, marked by Donovan. Drives the lane, at Gobert. Misses the layup, Jordan gets the rebound and dunks. Donovan's on the ground, wondering how he got there. 112, it's gonna be hard for the Jazz to rebound when Gobert's gotta come over to Kyrie. Can the Jazz get the ball movement back? 112-110, down by two, 320 left. High pick and roll with Conley. Comes off Gobert, comes back the other way, drives the lane, gives to Rudy, lost the ball on the way up. And the Nets have the ball, leading by two with three minutes left. Kyrie on the right side. Bogdanovich guarding. Kyrie stutter steps, beats him to the basket. Gobert's there, blocks the shot. Brooklyn. 112-110 Brooklyn. Kyrie two of six in the fourth. Inbound comes. Kyrie's gonna come back and get it. He gets in the corner, he fires the three, misses. Rebound, Gobert. Jazz down two, 2.48 to play. Conley comes to the front court with a white sleeve on his right arm with a dribble in the left hand. In and out dribble, gets in the lane, curls it back out. Then tries to step through, he's in a bit of trouble. He calls timeout. And the Jazz will only have one timeout the rest of the way. Ten on the shot clock. Conley got caught in the lane, and that's where I've said this before, Ron. The day I know Mike Conley's playing comfortably for the Utah Jazz is the day he Nash dribbles that. Yeah. And that's the reason you, you, you get in a habit of picking your dribble up when you're ready to pass it, when you know you're passing. You know, he picks his dribble up there and, and then he starts looking to where he can pass the basketball. Plus he's driving to in, in an area where there's a lot of, it's some big guys there and, and you're not getting that clean look. The Jazz have lost that dribble penetration to where they're drawing it kick and the ball movement has left them now and, and just a little bit too much dribbling. Jazz have had a lot of clutch moments already in this young season. Donovan's jumper against Oklahoma City with 21 seconds left and scoring six in the final minute. Donovan versus Phoenix getting the drive and the foul. Boyan having eight points in the final six of that one. Boyan's game winner against Milwaukee. Can they pull another one off here to keep their three game win streak and push it to four? 2.37 left, 30 point bell brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus of Murray and Lexus of Linden inviting you to test drive a luxurious Lexus automobile today. For Brooklyn, in the clutch this year, Kyrie Irving has 36 shot attempts, Joe Harris has 13. Karis LeVert, who's not available, is the next with 10, so it's gonna be one of those two guys, unless it's DeAndre Jordan at the rim. 10 seconds left, quit on the shot clock. Jazz have not scored on seven of their last eight possessions. They trail by two with 2.37 left, Boyan pops to the corner. Eight on the shot clock. Gets a low pick from Gobert. Step back, contested three is an air ball. 2.29 left, Jazz down two. Here comes Kyrie, steps into a three, wide open, bricked it. Rebound, Conley, but Prince goes over his back for the rebound. Conley had it in his hands. Prince just reached up a little bit higher and grabbed it. Temple works the right side. Kyrie comes to get it, bounces it back over to Temple. Fires the three, short, and a shot clock violation. The Jazz have done something really interesting here, Ron. I don't know if it's intentional or not, but Boyan guarded Kyrie, and I'm wondering if it's because on the penetration, 
Then Gobert gets him, and Boyan slides to DeAndre Jordan and can rebound. And that makes a big difference in size there and, and will keep Jordan from getting a putback in case there's a miss. Donovan off a Conley pick, attacks Kyrie, steps through the lane, scores it! Tied at 112, Donovan Mitchell. Delay a game on Utah. Donovan's got 28, Kyrie's got 27. Two of the dynamic guards in the NBA dueling. Ingles picks up Kyrie this time. Bogdanovich is on Prince, Conley's got Temple, and Harris is Mitchell's assignment. High pick and roll coming for Kyrie. He comes off the pick. Joe stays tethered to him. He razzle-dazzles with the dribble. Step through, runs into Gobert, hands to Jordan, stripped away by Ingles. Joe has it. Gives it to Donovan. Minute 37 left. Donovan in the open floor. Bounces to Conley in the right corner. Bullets it down low to Gobert. What a catch and a finish. Jazz by two. Rudy Gobert catches Mike Conley's bullet above the traffic and lays it up and in. What a play on all ends. 131 to play. Timeout, Kenny Atkinson. Jazz by two. Wow, where do we start, Ron? Defense on this side was just incredible. Absolutely, and, and Joe Ingles was running the focus of that, coming up with the steal, pushing the ball up the floor. What a pass there by Conley. That was one of Donovan Mitchell's baseball passes there, but as, as hard as it was thrown. There's not a Jazz fan in the world who didn't think to themselves, oh, Mike Conley, you don't know Rudy Gobert, and then Rudy Gobert caught that to show his development and his strength and finished it. Fifth assist of the night for Conley. Rudy Gobert has 16 points, 13 rebounds tonight. Well, we know what's coming, Ron. It's going to be Kyrie Irving in a high pick and roll. It, it, it's definitely a, they prepared for it to see what the Jazz can do with it because he's just so good at, at coming off screens and with the rescreen. The rescreen, I think, is what he uses so well. But Rudy Gobert is keeping Kyrie Irving from getting to the rim. Well, the big thing here is not if, if it's keeping him from getting so deep that Rudy has to pick him up and then Jordan has the lob. And as you mentioned a little earlier, now if, if it's going to be Joe Ingles or Boogie, then they got to make sure they get in front of Jordan, not let him get to the rim so he can get that lob or even an offensive rebound. Joe Ingles and Rudy Gobert were just talking as they came off the bench, and I'm sure that was the conversation. Yeah. Kyrie's 10 of 27 tonight. Jazz lead it by two, 131 play. Kyrie comes to get it between the circles. Pass out to Harris. He ball fakes, now penetrates, pulls up at the free throw line, short. Rebound tapped around, Jordan has it. Offensive rebound for the number one offensive rebounding team. Jordan holding, 10 on the shot clock, nine. Kyrie attacks, sees Gobert, double clutches, misses, tipped in by Jordan. That's what we're concerned with right there. 15 points for Jordan, and they're come. And 16, oh. 17 rebounds. Yeah. Tied at 114, Donovan comes off a Conley pick. He gets Kyrie on him. He puts it behind his back. He retreats out with the left hand. He now works the right hand dribble. Crosses over on the crossover king. Floats it up, misses, Gobert goes up, and back in! <laughs> Offensive rebounding ruling the day. And the same thing applies with the Nets. If Donovan's going to get it close to the rim, Rudy has an advantage for, for the Ky board. Kyrie working the right side of the floor. Stepping back, guarded by Ingles. Ten on the shot clock. Kyrie brings him all the way out. Now attacks. Gobert comes over. Floater, short. Rebound, Ingles. Outlet to Donovan. Jazz lead it by two. 35 seconds left. 
and the shot clock's off, so they reset. The Jazz were going to pull it out anyway, but now they have to inbound. Jazz by two, and the Nets don't pressure the inbound. Conley will hold it up top. Temple's now guarding Donovan. They'll try to get him switched onto Kyrie. 10 seconds of the shot clock, 24 in the game. Jazz 116, Brooklyn 114. Donovan crosses over. Conley bypasses a three, spins in the lane, fouled. He'll get two free throws. Garrett Temple says review it. Kenny Atkinson is going to review it. With 16.8 seconds left, they're going to review Natalie Sago's foul call. Now, if... Who, who ended up with the ball after the ball was in the air? Doesn't end? matter. It'll be a jump ball if it's not a foul call, I believe. If I have the rules no, right. I was just looking ahead in case it oh. wasn't foul. You know, I know that. And, and now Brooklyn has... Brooklyn has no timeouts left. This review brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, reviewing injury cases and helping people in Utah for over 30 years. That's not going to be over. That's going to be overturned. That's going to be overturned. I think so. Look, look at this. I, he got his hand. They're going to call that a foul. Hand, hands part of the ball. No, nope, that's a foul. That, has that changed? But remember the biggest thing here: the people making the call are reviewing it. Trying to prove they're right. <laughs> so you're saying she's not going to overturn it? I don't think so. His hands up. The ball hits his hand. They're going to look at one more angle of it. As now Natalie Sago is not making the decision anymore. So this is interesting. The woman who made the call is now out of the conversation here at the arena. Well, that's close. That's going to be close. And so this you angle guys here. are talking about it. David Guthrie and Tyler Ford. Right there. And see what support they have. One sixteen, one fourteen is the score. Jazz by two. Conley will go to the line if the foul is not overturned. And the question, I guess, has to do with, Ron, whether or not you're right, whether the hand's part of the ball. And well, they feel like it... How he hits his hand will impact their decision. It's, it sounds like. But we're not allowed to say what they're saying, by the way. Just to make sure we don't make a mistake here. So they're, they're considering whether or not the foul is based on. And they. Wow. Wow, they are going to get the child. They are going to rule this. They're going to rule this a successful challenge with 16.8 seconds left. Wow, a great challenge by Kenny Atkinson. Will use his final timeout and they'll have a jump ball. Rudy Gobert does not have a very good jump ball percentage. So the challenge will be successful. So jump ball center circle between Gobert and DeAndre Jordan, and the Utah leads it 116-114. Utah has a timeout. Brooklyn does not. Jordan 
is probably favored on the jump ball here, Ron. Yeah, let's see what, how good the toss is, and that's going to be very important there as well. You know, Rudy's just not a quick jumper. He just not, does not get up as quick, and when you have two seven-footers going against each other, advantage Jordan. Brooklyn does not have a timeout left. They do not get their timeout back for a successful challenge. Well, the board's saying they have one left, but that's, I don't think that's right. Jump ball, controlled by the Nets. 116-114. Kyrie to the top, Jazz by two. Kyrie working the dribble to the right. Fires for three in the lead. Short, rebound, out to Gobert. Knocked away, Ingles on the ground has it. He's fouled with 4.4 seconds left. Joe Ingles was laying on the ground. The ball got knocked out of Rudy Gobert's hands to Joe Ingles. 4.4 seconds left. Jazz need to inbound successfully. Jazz have a timeout left if they need it. Boyan has to come get the ball. Because he's being guarded yeah, by he's Prince. Been, he's guarded by Prince and he's a better free throw shooter. Donovan's They're being foul. double teamed. Inbound to Conley. Conley's fouled. Well, and this is where Mike Conley brings you some value, Ron. Because yeah. if you go look at the amount of times that Mike Conley has had this experience in his career. With the game on the line, Mike Conley at the free throw line, this will be his 96th and 97th free throw of his career with the final 24 seconds of a one possession game. And 96 I, and 97. I got all the confidence in the world, but Jordan was trying to talk him out of it walking down the floor. Well, Mike is a 79% free throw shooter in this circumstance, makes this one, this next one's the big one. 3.8 seconds left, Jazz by three. This will do it. This is a, the Jazz can get this, this is a good, this is what really, really good teams win this game. Because nothing went right tonight. Here comes the next one. He missed it. Rebounds tapped into the backcourt, Donovan has it. Donovan's fouled with 1.1 seconds left. How about Boyan Bogdanovich? That's a risky play, but the Nets had all their players at the free throw line, and I'm guessing he saw that, and he back-tapped it to the backcourt. Nice heady play with one second left on the clock. And now Donovan actually makes one, it's over, misses both, and frankly it's over with one second left and no timeouts left. And he makes it. Jazz are going to win this. You get pizza. Little Caesars giving you free pizza. One custom round multi-topping pizza through Little Caesars app. You'll receive a large, extra, most bestest pepperoni pizza using promo code JAZZWINS. Valid all participating Utah Little Caesars location, mobile orders only. And I guess they gave Brooklyn another timeout. Well, they, oh yeah, they won the challenge. Don't they get the timeout No, they don't, you don't get your timeout back on a challenge. So they must have had two. I must have been wrong. But I thought they only had one when they called that timeout. Well, they're, they're, Five points down. So this I mean, game is points. over. 119-114. <laughs> Jazz are going to win this. Ron, during this game, I sent a tweet, which I probably should not do. Here is what my tweet said, and I'm curious to know. You can follow me at Lockdown Sports. I'm curious to know what you think of such tweets. Ready? This Let's would be a really good team win. And I mean like a only one by really, really good teams. Disjointed and tired to start. Nets on fire shooting. Down 15 on the half. 
on the verge of being knocked out numerous times, going against an all-star in Kyrie. Long way to go, but this would be a win that only really good teams get. You, you wrote a book. I did. They allow 240 characters <laughs> now. Or now, whatever. <laughs> this is a, a great win. I mean, first of all, now you're 6-0 and at home. By winning. And, and you plan on a back-to-back. You get into bed at 3 or 4 in the morning. And, and you know, who sleeps? So there's no excuses. That was a good tweet. I mean, we watched this. You know, we watched tonight. Philadelphia, you know, just worked their way through Cleveland. Inbound comes. Jazz win it. Lakers worked their way through Phoenix. Denver was on the ropes against Atlanta and end up losing at home 125-121. This is what good teams do. And the Jazz win it and have won four in a row and will head to Memphis for Mike Conley's return. 119-114 despite the Jazz allowing 35 points in the first, 33 in the second. They allow just 24 in the third and 22 in the fourth. And hold on to win it. Jeff Green, I believe, is with Tony Parks. Hey, thanks so much, David. Jeff, on an imperfect night, especially that first half, what was it, the key in that second half, to play with the kind of force you guys expected to? Uh, we just kept our composure. Uh, when it was all said and done, we got stops. And that meant meant something when we can get in a transition, we can get easy scores. And we would just we just continue to be aggressive. We missed a lot of shots in the first half. Many people would define this as such a terrific team win. Yes. Would you define that the same way and what stands out to you most about it? Of course, it? of course. We uh, like I said, we kept our composure. We didn't let the first half dictate our second half and uh, put us in a hole. We continue to fight, we continue to you know chip away and uh, we came up with a good win. Lastly some memorable plays from this one including Donovan getting down here, finding Conley in the corner. Conley throws it to Rudy in some traffic, makes the catch and goes up. Is that kind of indicative of the type of trust that's being built here to make those? Yeah of course, trusting each other, uh, making uh, sure that we trust each other with the pass, uh, playing together and uh, you know just making the right play and uh, Mike made a good play. Jeff, thanks so much. No problem. Guys, that's Jeff Green. Back to you, David. Jeff Green was as important in this win as anyone. Jeff Green hit three threes in that third quarter as the bench got going. Emmanuel Moutier, and he hit four threes in that quarter? Fourth quarter. Oh, those were in the fourth quarter, not the third? Not the third, yes. Early in the, th- they were, okay, my fault. I thought yeah. those were late third. Yeah. Early fourth, he hits those. Emmanuel Moutier got it going as well as the bench worked the Jazz back into this one. We're joined now by Ben Anderson and Jake Scott, and... I, I don't want to overplay it, but I mean, the question everybody's asking is, how good are we? Like, to me, this is one of those wins that only only really, really good teams get because you did enough to lose, but you were good enough to find a way to win. Yeah, David, I think the two most impressive wins I've seen from the Jazz this year, and this is including Milwaukee last week in Philly, is the game on the road at Phoenix and then this game tonight, which are just, I mean, those are just gutty wins. I mean, you just had to dig really deep when you were tired and your back was against the wall, and the Jazz found a way to beat two, I mean, good teams. Brooklyn's not great, but but they're very talented, and the Jazz found a way down 15 at half to come back. This was incredibly impressive. Those are two playoff teams. I think Phoenix is showing, unless they lose confidence somewhere along the way, that they're probably a playoff team at this point, and Brooklyn's going to make the playoffs. You know, an interesting one, by the way, just a, just a little tiny note because I love my stats, Brooklyn felt like the Jazz had a terrible defensive game, right? 
Yes. By the end of the night, the Jazz held Brooklyn to below their season average points per 100 possessions. Yeah, that second half was, was unbelievable, especially the way they started the third, third period. And, and you mentioned something that was I thought was very, very important, and, and that was the bench of the Jazz, what they were able to do. Uh, even finishing the third and starting the fourth quarter as Quinn stayed with, with Jeff Green uh, and Moutier and those guys out there on the floor, and they, and they responded. They really got everything going to the point where Quinn could bring those starters back in the ballgame and, and win it for him. But when I, I thought when Rudy came back in, and you guys noted this on the broadcast, and it's an example of what I think Ben was talking about, digging deep and, and grinding one out, and you noted it when Rudy came back, and he needed to come back because Tony Bradley was struggling on the defensive end. But you, you said it, David. You said 30, uh, Rudy's going to have to go 38 minutes tonight, and, and that's what he did going you know uh, all the way to the end, Rudy Gobert. But uh, he did that, and Donovan Mitchell did that. Just gritty performance. Rudy comes back at the 9.47 mark with the game tied at 94. Brooklyn misses nine of their final ten shots of the game, I believe it was. Maybe eight of their final nine. Well, their it, it, only make in that time period, I'm being told, was the DeAndre Jordan follow. Wow. Kyrie well, Irving. Ka- Go ahead, Ron. Kyrie went 0 for 8. Didn't he? he missed his last eight shots. Wow. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine. They go one of their nine, ten if you count, ten. They missed nine of their final ten shots tonight. Mm. That's the defensive player of the year right there because he yep. impacted Kyrie. Kyrie's coming off that pick. Yeah. I mean, Kyrie wants to take that three because then Rudy can't impact it. And once he gets in the lane, Kyrie takes shots at the rim, takes a lot of shots every night at the rim, and he, he wasn't able to get to the rim tonight. Well, that was the very thing that we were afraid of was, was Kyrie taking the ball game over here in the fourth quarter. I thought it was a good finisher. But tonight, he just didn't get it done. Three, uh, unofficially, Kyrie Irving is three of eight at the rim tonight. Three of seven in the paint, non-restricted area. How about uh, Joe Ingles late? And Quinn Snyder pushing all the right buttons in this game. And Joe Ingles ties his worst shooting game of his career, 0 for 6. He's done it three other times, but... Quinn Snyder goes with him to close the game. He's great defensively as well on uh, Kyrie Irving. He doesn't stick with Royce O'Neal, who I thought had been pretty good in the first half. He went with uh, Mike Conley, who's always going to close games, but Emmanuel Moutier had by far, I thought, his best game in a Jazz uniform. And Quinn still went to Conley at the normal mark where he does in the fourth quarter, and Conley came in, had the huge pass to Rudy Gobert under the under the rim, and, and Joe's defense was great and, and sealed the victory for the Jazz. Let, Ron, let me, let me throw one out here. I- I feel like I might know Quinn a little bit, so I'm going to take a guess here. Tell me if you think I'm crazy or not. You're crazy. Oh, thank you. No. All right. <laughs> without, without the comment. All but right. I want to hear it anyway. <laughs> I, ben, ben I, I think Quinn knew Royce was playing better than Joe. I think Quinn coached the 82-game schedule tonight and got a win out of it. In other words, Joe, you're 0 for 6. I'm not starting you anymore. Royce is playing better. But I'm not leaving you out of the final five minutes. The deal I made with you is you're going to come off the bench, but you'll still be there for the big moments, and you're still important to this team. And he went to Joe tonight as a way to say, you're still my guy. And Quinn does this a lot. Much This is what I would say the number one thing I have learned by being as embedded in a franchise as I am with this one is how often coaches coach the 82-game schedule rather than the given night. And how much they're concerned about the locker room. Joe's really, really important to this team and this locker room, 
And if he goes 0 for 6 and Royce finishes and Joe doesn't finish tonight, he loses a little bit of that texture in that locker room. And so I think Quinn coached the 82-game season tonight and got a win out of it. I totally agree with you, especially the fourth quarter. Now, he didn't score in the fourth quarter. He had three rebounds. You see what he was in the fourth quarter? Look at his numbers in the fourth quarter. Plus 15? Plus 15. Wow. So that's, that, that says a lot, and I'm sure Quinn is looking and at something like that. He went to the O lineup, which we think is going to be unstoppable defensive, uh, yeah. offensively. They scored on five of their final six possessions. Let me add one more thing before we go back there. Now, Moutier was four for four in six minutes. Now you know In the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter. We've talked about Moutier. When, when he's playing like that, ride him, stay with him. You know, and, until you can get the, the maximum, get the most out of him before you bring back, you know, Conley or, or whoever you want to put in the ballgame. Excellent choice in tonight by, by Quinn Snyder, I think. All right, guys. Well, terrific work as usual. Enjoy a couple of days off, and we'll talk to you on Friday night in Memphis. Mike Conley's return should be an interesting, emotional night. Thanks, boys. All right, there you go. That's David and Ron, the Jazz, successful tonight. And, and Ben, this was a fun one. We're going to talk all about it starting coming up next. 119 to 114 is your final. Kicking off Jazz game night postgame coming up next right here on the Jazz Radio Network. 